Greetings fans, welcome to another edition of Shy Lounge. I am the sensational one, Shinblade, alongside my uh, voluptuous co-host, Pinky, today. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and say I'm trying to take over the world. Same thing I do every night. <laughs> the lovely Mika Villas is here, uh, finally again. Uh, been away for about uh, more than it's intended. It's been a long time. I'm so, oh, no, we're not doing that. No, we can start with hip hop though. We're gonna start with that. Um, shout out to Rakim Allah the God himself, paid in full. It's been thirty years, thirty no, it's been thirty five years I think since paid in full. It's been a long time. Yeah, um, great album though. I went to see him in concert in uh, Baltimore Soundstage. I just know that part. Uh, you don't know uh, uh, what's that other song? Uh, I ain't no joke. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic yes, broke and then it's down to make sure it's broke. That's it. Except off your I, face and keeps. That, that's all yeah, I know. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go on along with that. My tongue is tied. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to Shy Lounge again. We have a lot of uh, topics to cover, so I'm going to try to be real quick about it. But with the passion within myself and maybe even Mika, it's going to go longer than that. So please bear with us. But we've been away for uh, because of our respective schedules and I'm going to open it up first saying that um, the lovely Mika Villas made it made a uh, trip to Florida and I made it back alive and made it back alive uh, I'm still vaccinated uh, I mean it's not like you can get unvaccinated yeah pretty much but we're going to talk about it it's like later. a circumcision once it's cut you know it's gone oh, okay. I said it alright talking about cutting sausages man i hey it happens okay well anyway um cut or uncut what's the question so mika so villas made a trip to florida i stayed in baltimore and did a zoom interview with a podcast out of michigan one of my first uh zoom one of my first zoom-esque podcast interviews Zoom experiences yeah it was awkward we're gonna talk about it a little bit later but being as of today I want to say, as of this recording, happy 420 to those who uh, enjoy marijuana responsibly. Um, check the date. I'm like, wait, what's today? It's not 420. Well, not technically today, but we're around at... Uh, this is that pee in the cup day and hope that your job don't get lost day. <laughs> well, this podcast is going to be a little different because for Mika, I got her a couple party favors. And I told her to bring some party favors to this podcast. I need you to explain what party favors are because you just talked about weed and now you're saying party favors. People we can explain think, it. People are going to think like there's like drugs or something. Well, there's no there's no drugs here, but she no has... No marijuana, no legal, no, no legal or illegal marijuana people. Like that. No, no, no. Uh, Mika Villas is a certified alcoholic. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm Thank joking. you and good 
damn night. This is our last episode here. I'm um, out of here now. I'm not even finishing. <laughs> I'm going to slam the mic down, make sure it's broke. You heard me. <laughs> no, I bought her a couple of, uh, uh, I usually don't buy alcohol, but I bought her a couple of Captain Morgan bottles uh, to kind of pop off tonight. We're going to get a little loose as we go into these topics. And myself, I got a little uh, quote-unquote Skittles that I'm going to be partaking during the podcast. So um, that's it, not candy, is it? You didn't think you didn't get any. It's not candy, is it? It is. It's not the kind of candy I can eat. Thanks, appreciate it. Okay, yeah, we can take a whole lot of jokes with that one. Mm. But anyway, I want to get some important stuff off my chest and maybe off of Mika's chest that we all have known uh, for the past uh, couple weeks. Number one, as of today, uh, justice has been served in one area. Uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, the trial of George Floyd, uh, of Mr. Dickless Derek Chauvin. Trial of Derek Chauvin. Yes, the trial and of him. the killing of George Floyd. Yes. You want to you take it, newswoman? I, I just want to fix it because you said the trial of. I'm well, you know. Clear. It's, it's In case people, I don't know what rock or planet they were living on that they did not know what was happening in the world, but. There are people who are not privy to the information who may not know what has transpired. So yeah, they don't know in the last twenty four hours they are living under a rock. But uh, yeah, take a news one. Um. So, uh, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, the man who um, killed George Floyd by kneeling on his neck for over nine minutes, was put on trial, and he was convicted. He was found guilty on all three charges that were brought against him by the prosecution so um a lot of years a lot of years potentially Mm -hmm. one of the charges has a maximum of 40 years in prison it's a good day as ice cube once um rapped or sang or said however you want to go about that so the fact that this man we saw we the video show clearly this man um, killing another man with no justification, no reason to do his actions. Um, So now that he has been found guilty by a jury of his peers, um, it's a good day and we look forward to the next step, which is not just, you know, the sentencing part to see how many years total he gets for the crime committed but to see the reality of the world afterwards. This is one step in a a hopeful reform that will come about um, in in the world as far as African-American people of color, black Black. people, um, whatever you call yourself, hopefully, you know, this is a step in the right direction where there's just a little, there's celebration, but we want to get to where there's less fear in our everyday lives. Well, the one thing I said, I mean, the one thing that uh, a lot of people are failing to realize, but they knew like the day after that, the sentencing won't come for another two months. I disagree with that part because, uh, you know, if somebody of a person of color, if it was the role reverse, then if uh, Derek Chauvin it was black, he would have got the sentencing right then and there. But this is all politics. This is uh, what... The way our legal system is set up, everybody is supposedly getting their day in court, whether presumed innocent or presumed guilty. Um, This is not like television shows. 
where you, you know, wrap it up in a nice little hour and your lawn orders and SVUs and what have you. First of all, I want to stop right there. It take it don't take 10 hours of uh, deliberating for a knee to the neck. I'm just going to say it right there. I don't know how people's minds were with the jurors, but I would have been there. Did you watch the whole trial? I, I didn't want to. So here's, I, I just, I, again. The only thing I screamed to me was knee to the neck and that was it. Again. And everybody saw it. There's, I hate to be the straight man here, but I have to. Um, there is a due process. There's a legal process. Absolutely. The man was brought up on three charges. The jurors had to deliberate to say whether they thought he was guilty of all three charges. Honestly and truly, um, and I don't have the charges in front of me here, mm. but I did not think that he would get convicted on all three charges. One of the charges is a lesser charge. Manslaughter. Um, the manslaughter charge, which carries, I believe, a maximum of 10, 10 years. 10, 12. Um, so, I hate to say it's political, and I hate to say that it was done just to appease people, but I didn't think he would get convicted of all three and I thought that he would get manslaughter charge and they would give it with a minimum of 10 years um, and so, again so that's the maximum of 10 years it could have been but a minimum of 10 years with him getting you know probation in five honestly I thought they were going to convict him and light slap wrist which is still a possibility um, and you have to take into account that these jury, these jurors had a job to do and they were supposed to not necessarily let emotions rule their deliberation but to go by what the evidence was what the prosecution brought to them as far as this is what happened this is what this man did this is how he deliberately killed another man so while you know 10 hours seems like a lifetime or too long for you just imagine what you know the rest of the world is going through and what his family is going through because those 10 hours are not going to bring back George Floyd the no. deliberations and any sentencing that gets handed down is not going to bring this man back we, we call it justice but it's just the right thing to do nice and word, it's buddy. one thing out of a hundred things that we should all come to expect um, as far as the American justice system, as far as policing in African American black communities goes because it doesn't matter who you are. If you are a criminal, then you should have your due process. This man is alive, Derek Chauvin, to have his due process. Anybody, George Floyd should have been in a courtroom to have his due process. Everybody who is accused of a crime, the police are not supposed to execute you. They're supposed to arrest you. They're here to enforce the law, not to be the judge, jury, and executioner. So this is a, you know, to, to use a overlaid phrase, one small step for the black man. Um, and we're waiting for this to be a leap into you know the rest of the humankind because as good as this is it's not enough absolutely and um one thing i didn't like was i think his brother came out and some people came out on twitter and said the same thing uh justice was served and we are free or whatever the statement was and i'm saying this is just one instance of a small 
print of a victory. This is also a Pyrrhic victory. And for those who don't know what a Pyrrhic victory means, it means you win still with a loss, with a major loss. So if Derek Chauvin kneeled on George Floyd's neck and George Floyd didn't die, he had brain damage or whatever, that's a Pyrrhic victory also. If George Floyd was less than himself after that. If the kneeling was happening and Derek Chauvin was in court and George Floyd still lived, I think personally it would have been a different outcome because the guy is still living. The fact that the whole world saw it and in other countries there are murals of George Floyd, it's a major, major trial. And other there's countries a lot. I've seen Americans do nasty things to black people. This is not the first time we have a video of a black man getting killed. We've gotten shot, we've gotten beat, we've gotten whipped, we've gotten killed for the free world and even the third world to see. It's the times that we live in where the change is demanded to a point where you almost have to appease us and our supporters. We call it political. It is definitely political because we are in a, a, a time of pandemic where we are pent up everybody mm -hmm. like animals in cages where the rage is just flowing through us. We are seeing people literally slaughtered in the streets by people who are supposed to protect us. And so we're nothing also, has came out of it. We're also in an information age where it's so easy to show and pass along information where everybody is seeing and getting the same words. Take for instance the the Capitol riots, because that's what that damn was. It was a riot, yes, it was. or whatever. These people were able to digitally tell people, be here, do this, we're going to do that. The information spread quickly and easily for them to mount a riot. Imagine how with the influx of Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, how easily and quickly we could assemble a massive amount of black people and their supporters to, you know, storm a, a building of some kind. You have to try to appease us because you don't want your cities burned down as they're being done and these riots and things that happen when the verdicts go the other way. The actual, the, the thing about the riots, I mean, we're going back a little three months. Um, yes, that was mostly digital, digital with, with the gathering of the Capitol riots. And it's very, it's very not surprising and surprising at the same time that none of those people, at least the major players of those, never got convicted of that. So far. So far. They're I just, they still, on these people, y'all. They, they still, on them. they still rounding up people because they still got it's the taking little, too long they still got the little satellites to pick up your pings on where you were on that day. But the fact is, is that a former president helped that happen Which because be he had a great influence over it. They tried to impeach him, and right-wing Republicans said, we, we should go through this. Two weeks later, they said, no, nah, we're not going to do it. Let him go. Ridiculous. Which is ridiculousness. Not the MTV version of it either. Um, well, it's just major insanity coming off of that one. 
But uh, again, with this trial, it's, it's over. We have this small victory. We hope that it's a step in the right direction with police reform, along with laws in certain states that are lifting and putting down accountability on the police. So anything that happens, you are lawfully held accountable. This is not the fraternal order of police anymore, as they boldly put it, where if you shoot somebody, you got to be on a desk for a year just to go away. So it it is a plausible situation. Um, you know, about fifteen minutes after that happened, a sixteen-year-old girl was shot. Mm. Now I'm not going to go pro on that one because there's a lot of details that need to be uh, released first. Um, because my feelings personally is that she shouldn't be shot, but also the circumstances within that, from the pieces I got, it shouldn't have been that far in the first place hmm. but I'm not gonna talk about that okay. um, but also we have that one we have uh, and, and I'm going back to the hip-hop I'm going back to the hip-hop that uh, there have been two deaths worldwide at least one of them was worldwide two notable everybody. deaths two notable deaths in the, in the realm of hip-hop I'm stammering uh, which one of us is drinking <laughs> I haven't even taken mine yet um I don't drink. But one was a uh, bad boy artist, Black Rock, who uh, passed away like a couple days ago. Uh, well, let me let me go back further. DMX passed away. He was in the hospital for about a week. He suffered a heart attack. He was brain dead for 30 minutes before uh, medical professionals revived him. You didn't hear the story? I no, I, I'm not familiar. Okay, he had a. They, they were saying he had a drug overdose. Had a, had a, a heart attack. He was brain dead for a couple of minutes, which that equals a lot to uh, losing a lot of brain damage. Uh, er, I keep saying Ariana Grande. It was Demi Lovato who went who went through the same thing, and mm -hmm. now Demi Lovato has like a whole slew of problems for the rest of her life. Um, so DMX was in the hospital. There were rumors. Uh, noting that he was served botched drugs from a, a drug dealer, so uh, it's going to be an investigation going on with that one. But personally, to me, with DMX, my heart hurt so bad when he passed away because I grew up on DMX. Um, the guy has had a tragic life ever since he was born, and he has a tragic life up until the way he passed away. I remember watching the Rough Riders documentary on uh, BET, uh, random story that he put out, two random stories he put out. One was his mother uh, wasn't really a mother. She punished him one time, kept him in the whole house for one summer. He couldn't, he stayed in his room for one summer. Like. Wow, and looked at, looked out the window and all the kids were playing. Oh, like basically he was in quarantine? Well, uh, yeah, that's okay. pretty tragic. Then also, uh, there was a story that was going around everywhere during his, um, coma hospitalization hospitalization that uh it was a mentor to him that gave him some weed that was laced with uh crack cocaine in it Yeeks. and messed him up and that's why he's been the way he has for the rest of his life um but for those who don't know dmx dmx is a hip-hop artist you know get at me dog stop being greedy i was introduced to dmx from 4321 by ll cool j let me play the music real quick i don't want to get banned off of youtube so it's a little faint in the background, and this was his first single. 
off of his album is Dark and Hell is High, which is one of the greatest albums that, and my favorite, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, which was released six months later. So, that was that song, and you can hear it in the background if you can. Stay pretty, your mama stay shitty. So, uh, sorry, YouTube. So they always put the advertisements up there. I was like, wow, that's a different. Yeah, I know. So notable artists, DMX, and well, Black Rob, I'm going to segue over to it a little bit, but I'm trying to play this video. Stop being greedy. This is the B side to the single of Get At Me Doll, and I got this on uh, cassette tape. Uh, I remember I ran to DJs and bought this, and I love this song. Okay. Okay, they edited it, so you can't get it. Right, I mean, because, you know. But, listen to it. I like, I like this. I'm sorry, I grew up in hood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just saying for my purse to make sure it's not snatched. Nah, nah, it ain't happening like that. I like that there's two DMXs in this video. Not in the Chateau. Mm. So, I was introduced through this song by LL Cool J, 4321, okay. with Method Man, Red Man, LL Cool J, and DMX was like this newcomer. And when you heard his when you heard his verse, I was like, "Who is that dude?" Mm. And I got real interested quick. Long and behold, you know, his career came off, and the way he is, it was just so hard. Everybody loved him. He's one of the nicest guys you ever meet. I never met him before. I wanted to. Um, and he's also one of the most transparent rappers ever. Money didn't move him. Nothing. He was still. He was still the guy in the hood, grew up in Yonkers, got dogs. He used to rob people with dogs. Yeah, I gotta show you that documentary one day. Um, so yeah, a lot of curse words in this. But I like Redman though. Happy 420, Redman, Method Man. They did the verses yesterday. I'm pretty sure I heard. <laughs> I gotta see the playback on that. Um, so anyway. DMX was this great character, tragic life, but he was loved by everybody. There's even videos and pictures of him, I think it was Family Values Tour in 99 or something, where he was in front of a sea of people. So, if you know how dope you are, sea of people are sweating for you, like you Michael Jackson, the Beatles, George Michael, it was incredible. Oh yeah, cannabis. I like cannabis. Um, and also this spawned the cannabis song, Second Round KO, which is one of the biggest rap disses of all time. So, yeah. Anybody knows hip-hop knows that Shinblade loves hip-hop. None of these little boys that are out. Yeah, the rappers. None of them. Nothing. So... Uh, his his uh, is coming out. I know I'm getting banned from YouTube for this. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little bit worth it to go yeah. for it. Yeah, they're going to flag me or something. Um, finish the shit and read that. So, anyway, uh, DMX had an album that was coming out after coming out of prison because of personal matters. 
was like say drugs, but okay, it's not gonna matter to call it. No, no, no. Um, I don't think it was drug charges that put in jail. I think it was tax Um. So anyway, he has an album coming out in the future. It's gonna sell out. People are gonna go to the stores or go on Apple or whatever and buy it. It's gonna be bittersweet for me. Alicia Keys, Griselda is gonna be on it. A lot of people are gonna be on it. Um, well, this is like before death and all that. Okay. Um, so he leaves behind, he leaves behind like 15, 17 kids. What? Yeah, he has like, he's a lot of kids. Good God. So. What killed him? All his penis ejaculations? Because that's a killer right there. 17 kids? Oof. Well, he, we can assume that he wasn't wearing a rubber. He didn't know what a rubber was. <laughs> Needed it, uh, Flander, uh, what's his name? Flander Rodman, Dennis Rodman. Mm. <laughs> you know about that one. You got like 20 kids. So anyway, um, that had happened. But when DMX was comatose in his hospital on respirator, rapper Black Rock came out in a video and was uh, praying for him to be better. But what you saw in that video that was circulating online was that Black Rob was in the hospital too. Mm. Laid up and, you know, he's sending well wishes to DMX and it's sending the internet and the world saying, what's, what's going on with Black Rob? That's a mess. And it turns out that Black Rob was having kidney problems. He had four strokes. Dang. Uh, you know, the last 10 years, he had high blood pressure. He was on Sway in the Morning 2015 telling his problems. But honestly, there was a video, not only that video bigging him up with DMX, I don't know who it came from, but Mika, I want you to listen to me when I say this, because this is this weirded me out. He had a video saying that he was tired, he'd been homeless the past couple years, uh, his side hurt, and the way that he was, his, his uh, breaths and everything reminded me of the Ultimate Warrior. In his last speech mm. and when and honestly now I'm getting to that feeling that when I hear people with that type of breath mm. and talking and down in it and, and say I'm tired it's time for me to go I, I need this I need some rest I'm like dude mm. that dude gonna die like something's going to happen and I don't wish death on anybody but you feel that like this dude gonna die mm-hmm. and he turned out he died uh, a week later mm. And um, Black Rob was from Bad Boy Records, from Diddy, uh, P. Diddy, and people reached out to... People slammed Diddy for not helping him. Mm. But people don't know that Diddy did reach out to him, but again, it's like when you reject help, and P. Diddy, Sean Combs, millionaire, right, what you, can you do? You know, I'm pretty sure Diddy had a blank check waiting, like, let me know the number, bro. You know, and, um, you know, we always criticize WWE for their... Uh, mm for Vince Man and creative and everything, but he does reach out to those people with substance abuse. Yeah. And they put him in rehab, say, look, we'll we'll front it, just go to rehab, get yourself clean. And certain people have been there many times. I think Marty Jannetty been there uh, multiple times. Okay, uh, fam, uh, fam, I'm back. Little technical difficulty with the recording here. It Wasn't shut out. Even my fault. Yay. No, it was not. It just slammed, went out. You talked about YouTube shutting you down and looked at you <laughs> talked it into existence. Oh yeah, my own my own recording shut me down. Anyway, I was talking about uh, what was it? 
uh, Black Rob. Yes, Black Rob. Yeah, he um, he had uh, he was just tired. Um, he wanted to. I, th- I think we just knew that he was gonna go. Mm. And it's sad, man. Like when people say, Look, "I'm tired. I gotta get some rest." That's scary, though. It, it, it's really scary, and people remember the Ultimate Warrior in 2014. He he got out in the ring, and everybody was like, "Yeah, you're in the Hall of Fame." And it's like every man breathes the last breath. I'm like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Uh, freaky crazy. And the next day, he was dead. So I don't know. Um, but for those who don't know, Black Rob. We have this song right here. Okay, we have another ad from YouTube. Wow, wow. YouTube goes heavy on the ads nowadays. I'm gonna need you to get they? that YouTube premium if you're gonna be using YouTube in nah. here. It's a seven day trial. Do seven days and cancel. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. I'll do it during recording. Yes, cause this is we need to be ad free. See, here's the beat dropping. Oh, this is that Wool song. Yes, from 2000. This song was lit back in the day. Is that Sean Johnny's wearing? Yep. And this is unethical of Shy Lounge, but I'm shooting. Up in the head, I mean, whoa. So, apparently you see him in the video, and he's like this. This is the year 2000, but if you see him in 2020-21, he looked like he aged 40 years. He was only 51. Hard life. And uh, DMX was 50. He just turned 50, I think, in December. Damn hard life. And um, my message to you, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something, do it in moderation. If you're going to drink, just be moderate about it. If you're going to be doing drugs, be moderate about it. I don't back it, but be moderate about it. And Mika's dancing to the song. Oh. Been, like, this chick is in this video with no top on. They got it blurred, but I'm just like, okay, she's just. What is YouTube? She had the club just boobies out. What? I when mean, last time you been to a club? 850 years ago. Okay, because women do be flashing in the club. I remember the song "My Neck, My Back" in 2004, and women was taking it off in the club. I'm just saying, you want to talk about women be flashing? You can talk about uh, Dana Brooke. A WrestleMania flash. You know, I think I saw a picture of that, but I didn't recognize her because she and Mandy Rose look Who alike. looks at her face? We was looking at her tits. All right. Oh, YouTube banning this part. So, yeah, I'm getting flagged in Germany for this. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, Broad's boob popped out. We weren't looking at her face. Her and Mandy look alike. I was segueing because of the tits in the video. Okay, well, speaking of tits, uh, there you go. <laughs> Mika Villas went to <laughs> WrestleMania. Speaking uh, of tits, Mika Villas, that's how you segue back. Boobies. Um, Mika went to WrestleMania, WrestleCon, the whole collective on the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to converse with her because you know how it is with these conventions and, and these and uh, events. It's just, huh? And Mika, because she's all it, over. The it's place. just all over. You can't be texting people. So, you know, she did one morning, and that was it. And I saw the pictures on Twitter of the G, uh, GCW Collective, which they had it in uh, Ybor City, uh, in this outside ring area, if I'm not mistaken. Ybor City. It looks beautiful, though. Chickens were out. Um, 
actual chickens in Ybor City. If you've never been, keep you, talking. You go and you'll see actual damn chickens. Just walking around because that's what they do. I don't understand it. I don't know why. It's like some weird throwback in Florida where chickens rule the earth. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the uh, collective. Like whoa. <laughs> yeah, chickens outside. Like whoa. So okay. All right, I'm going to get on to this because I, I didn't want to bring the subject up because it's this subject can segue to what I have at the end of the show. But just tell me about your experience uh, down there. How was it during these, these uh, great times of COVID? It's interesting. Like there were I'm not going to I'm not going to call out stuff or call out certain companies God or what have it. you. I'm not going to be like that. God I will it. say that there were certain places that were more uh pandemic sensitive and made pandemic sense as far as their presentations went as far as people being um asked to wear masks and told to wear masks and mask wearing and social distancing were being enforced and not to cut you off but also florida i think doesn't have a mandate they do not okay um, but these companies wanted to be responsible. Right. There there were places and companies that did want to be responsible, that did do the right thing by everyone by insisting on the wearing of masks and all that stuff. There were other people who tried, who started off good, saying the right thing, saying you must wear your mask unless you're actively eating or drinking. And then they kind of just said, eh, we don't, you know what, hey, do what you want to do. Um, so uh, it was a mix, a true mixed bag of good and evil, if you want to put it like that. So my experience, I, I, I'm a mask wearer. I do not care to not wear my mask. You it know is, how germs work. I, I know how germs work. I, in general... And not a, you know, like, hey, bring your butt over here and breathe on me person. So these masks are lovely for me. I'm just like, hey, no mouth breathers. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I will say that as far as convention space goes, um, thanks to the hotels and the spaces that they had, the hotels help that social distance happen because you and I have been to conventions where you're literally in a room packed. You're just hugged up with people. With people you don't know and you'll never see again. And a lot of odors. You could come back knocked up and don't even know how it happened. Um, Is that just, how, that's how I saw a bum on you on WrestleCade last time? Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but there, oh. thankfully, you know, with the signings, they had people spaced out in different rooms. Mm -hmm. So everybody wasn't in the same, like, a big grand ballroom or what have you. They were spaced out in different rooms and what have you. They did sell tickets in blocks um, to kind of limit the amount of people at even any given time frame within the block that could be there in the um, the hall so um, shouts out to them for doing the right thing and again those who did not do the right thing they know who they are we've seen video y'all watched these matches that have been broadcast on the different networks and streams and what have you so you all know as well well hopefully um, you know I saw the Lisa Von Eric videos where she was going around uh, uh, legends uh, carrying beer mm -hmm. and uh, to me she stole my idea that I had for Mika Villas 
I was well, going to go around with booze, though. Go, well, it wasn't going to be a beer. Boobs. You got to have booze and boobs. Yep. Yeah, New Meek and Village podcast, everybody. Booze and boobs. You boobs. heard it here first. Boobs or be, booze. Boobs gotta, and boobs. I got to start a network. I'm going to put that under my umbrella. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, the tragic Lacey Von Eric videos where she was uh, in it, trying to interview Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, Kevin Nash, Ricky Steamboat, and it, it's, it's just plain horrible. It's okay, so I, I think you, personally, you showed, it's a joke. you showed me as the as I showed you the joke in, in, in wrestling yeah. terms is a work, it has to be a work. Um, I just do not think that she was that inebriated. I don't think it was the fact that she was inebriated, I think she was ditzy. I honestly don't think she's that ditzy. I think. Like I, I, I have played blonde before. With yeah, red hair. With red hair, with pink hair, with blue hair. I've played blonde before. Where I'll go. And when I walked in here, you said something, and I was like, "Oh, is that, you know, Oxy?" I'm like, "Like Oxy's a great cleaner, you know." Not that he had Oxy, y'all. Just want to clear it up. But again, I'm gonna I, die one day. <laughs> I, I've said something. You I'm know, gonna have just, Mika give remarks. Just totally, you know, out of the blue and kind of ditzy, like for real. That's not the thing. I think it's work. I don't think Lacey's like in some material by any means, but I do not think that she is that silly. I don't want to call her stupid um, or dumb. I don't want to call her that, but there, there's, you know, there's dumber people in wrestling. There's dumber people in life, but I don't think she's that far removed from brain cells as portrayed in that video those videos i think it's a work i think that's part of her gimmick because that's always been part of her gimmick okay this is part of swe tv i'm guessing because i saw the little uh logo i saw the little logo on the videos even though people ripped it and put it on twitter um might be a paid service video but like like the way that she was going around it wasn't like i'm drunk it was just that it was a ditzy jessica simpson Fashion of not knowing legends and saying something smart in a million dollar man, which I didn't think that was cool. I was saying something kind of borderline racist to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. But also saying something borderline sexual to Jake the Snake Roberts. Again, I, I Remember can't. Remember time you, you let that snake out in the motel room? You and I shared a room and that's, your snake got out? Yeah. Whoa. That's what she said. But again, <laughs> coming, coming, I, I, I've. Double entendre, hello, I am the queen, I get it, I understand, I feel like she was channeling, or I'm channeling, her sexy, ditzy gimmick, I don't know which one of us stole from the other, or whatever, but I feel that's what she was doing, and I will watch the videos, because I just saw clips, I'll try to watch the full videos, but, um, to my understanding, she has a YouTube channel as well, and I'm pretty... I'm going to go on a limb and say that this is part of her whole gimmick and things that she may have on her channel. Just like the Natalia farting gimmick in WWE? Right. But because we, this happened at WrestleCon and people, you know, were just kind of jumping on anything and everything that happened at WrestleMania weekend. And also the stamp of SWE. Under the stamp of SWE and just anything, again, that happened at WrestleMania weekend in that area. People are just kind of all over like, hey, look at what happened. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Um, well, it's just like in New Orleans when I was working for Damage 365, and there was an incident that happened right in close proximity with Davy Boy Smith Jr. 
and Jake the Snake. And what happened was, I saw the incident. My friend Kevin Nasta saw the incident. And everybody else jumped on it. And people jumped on it with a small one. It happened, it happened, it happened. I went back to my house in New Orleans that I rented, and he said that uh, it was an altercation between Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Jake St. Roberts. No detail in the article. It was like wrestling news or something. But we, we could tell you later. And I was like, I, I could tell you the whole story. When you can get clicks. Again, and that's what I think. Honestly, how many more eyes are on this Lacey Von Eric video or videos because it's talked about? Because Cornette brought it up. Because can, people can, are resharing Can it. I tell you something funny? Certainly. I don't know how this playback is going to be, but I just figured out that my mic was off talking. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. And I'm the one that's drinking. <laughs> I have not had anything yet, and two things already happened. My Technology. God. Okay. Oh this is what God. I got to work with people. Ugh. Yeah, I know. This is why I'm not number one. Mm. <laughs> hey, guess what? Breaking news. Dave Chappelle has a podcast. That pushes me down more in the barrel God. than ever. Yeah, so, Mike not being on that definitely pushes you down more in the barrel. Oh yeah, you're you're literally that CM Punk thing when he's going to the ring and he pulls his hand up to his face and then puts it to the lady's face, like talking to the microphone, and she starts to talk. He's like, "Stupid, there's no microphone." That's you doing right now. I never. What was that? This was a long time ago. This was oh my god. Um, this was back in his indie run. Okay, all right, so. Yeah, for those who don't know, Lacey Von Erich, she's the daughter of, uh, I think I could say WWE Hall of Famer, uh, Carrie Von Erich, but she's in the Von Erich One family. of the legendary Von Erich. She is the daughter of... Carrie. Carrie. Yes, and he died when she was two. So, we, we saw that one. Mika went to Florida, and she just told her uh, her experience with, uh, I would say the goings-on about Russell Khan. I can't say too much because I wasn't there. I'll tell y'all a funny story real quick. I was drunk in an Uber and <laughs> as the funny. Uber was pulling away from the hotel, I look out the window and it's Matt Cardona right there. Matt Cardona or aka Zack Ryder to y'all who you know, yeah, know still him stuck on WWE. Um, and his girlfriend, fiance, is Chelsea Green who I absolutely adore Chelsea Green. She's awesome. She is amazing. And again, I was a little inebriated, so I'm banging on the window going, It's Zack Ryder, woo, 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 I know you, where's Chelsea? So, that was me. Well, Chelsea was there, did you see I, I could not see, we were pulling off, okay. and I saw him, and I'm assuming he was, they were getting out of the car, well, he was getting out of the car, I'm assuming she was with him. Okay. So, I was very upset because I could not... I'm trying to get the Uber driver to stop. Was <laughs> he know? always ready? I don't know. I could not get out of the Uber. <laughs> it was. This is me crying, y'all. This was tragic because, again, I, I, I spoke and I said I was drunk. I'm a functional drunk, okay? I'm, it is ever a term. Yeah, I'm like totally and completely aware of everything. I just could not get out of the Uber. The dude would not stop the Uber. I'm like, God, stop the car. I know him. Yeah, it didn't happen. This is another podcast to talk about what me could drink during so many weekends. Let's not do that because y'all is not ready. People will try to match and out drink me, and it won't happen. Alcohol okay. is bad, okay? Mm. So uh, drugs are bad, okay? 
So, I, I, so okay, anyway, I, I have a slew of topics, I'm going to say. I'm trying to place them one by one by one to make them segue towards each other. And before we get into WWE, because this show is going to be heavy on WWE, um, not trying to intend to, but the way that the news comes out is WWE is number one, AEW number two, you know, on, on, and on, and on. I don't have to explain that part. Hopefully not. Hopefully y'all get it. But there was a release before WWE releases, but this time it was from AEW. Dun, dun, dun. And they released one of my good friends, Ivelisse. La Sicaria. Yes. And this was the not... fattest... Bitch, how dare you people? Uh, again, as far as AEW is concerned, it was clean. It was a clean release. But the surroundings around this release, not clean. No boy, no. A lot of back and forth. A lot of chatter talk. And it was there was a video that was circulating. Uh, they had the match between Thunder Rosa and Ivelisse on television. Mm-hmm. AEW television. And when... Thunder Rosa had Ivelisse on the ground, try to put her in the half Nelson. Ivelisse looked like, she was just like, look, I'm done with this. Hmm. I'm not doing this. She said, F it. F this sheet. She get, she said, F it. It's, um... Your thoughts? Okay, so... This is messy. This is messy. This is extremely messy. It's great and it's bad at the same time. Train wreck. It's great as a talking point for AEW to have people tune in to see what's going on. It's bad as far as PR um, for the ladies. There's a good guy and a bad guy in this story and the way that it's coming out it looks like Elise is being painted the villain because she has stood up for herself and she's the one telling what was going on. Thunder Rosa has a huge following. Elise has a huge following. Both women are very very talented um evie comes with some preconceived she comes with, a lot. She comes with preconceived notions of being difficult to work with mm-hmm. um but evilise has been doing this for a long time she's extremely passionate about wrestling she takes it serious thunder rosa takes wrestling serious she's extremely passionate and she's done this for a couple years and she's done this for a while i'm i'm pretty sure i can easily say that ivelisse is the veteran in this situation and pretty much evie's story is as a veteran the match was falling apart and she was trying to get it back together and she ran into you know some difficulties um that's putting it easily and mildly and just kind of brush broad stroking the, the story that's come out as far as what Ivelisse has said in public. I know Public again, or social media? Social media public that's public. Okay. That's public. That you don't get more public in social media in this day and age. No, she quote tweeted somebody and what she tweeted was not even PR. Yeah. But again, it's it's bad because Ivelisse is super talented. She is a star. She has been on WWE, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. Um, she's been in Atlanta. We've booked her at Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. Um, not difficult to work with at all. A, a professional in the highest. And when she is on, she is on. Her character is a badass. Her mentality is a professional. Um, and so I think people kind of intermix the two. And that's probably where this is 
lost in translation, so to speak, where people don't understand the professional Ivelisse from the badass Ivelisse. And, and again, no knocks to Thunder Rosa, no knocks at all, because again, same passion, same professionalism. It's just, for me, with women's wrestling being as good and at the forefront as it is in this day and age, it's bad to see these two women who are at the top of their game, um, this kind of fallout happen. And for somebody to lose a job or lose bookings based on what is probably a miscommunication of the highest level is very sad. But also there was some talk about her having difficulties with coaching AEW and that was one of the factors. Um, apart from uh, Jimmy Havoc, this is one of AEW's first releases ever. Uh, not stemming from pandemic purposes. Not stemming from financial or whatever. This is from quote unquote disciplinary actions. Mm. And then of course the AEW took the side of Thunder Rosa, especially, well, Thunder Rosa's not even all elite, period. She's an NWA-esque contracted wrestler that AEW's using, you know, for that bridge in NWA. Right. So it gets a little deeper than just letting Eva Lee Would you call it political? Wrestling political. Because, again... Even though there's no politics in wrestling, we call quote it, unquote. We call it the forbidden door at this point, but there is politics. Eva Lee's isn't that... Like, isn't that uh, that uh, uh, what's his name? Don Callis's name? The Forbidden Door? No, no, no. that's uh, Tony Khan. Yeah, okay. the Forbidden Door is open, as meaning the relationships with other companies. Yeah, Ivelisse came not from MLW, but basically out of contract in open mm-hmm. season, where she doesn't have a company, quote unquote, backing her in this AEW run. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa has NWA at her back. So who do you want to make mad? Yeah. You make the NWA mad? Absolutely not. Because you want to continue that partnership. Evie gets the shaft. Based on the Ouch. fact that, you know, she don't have a big a big savior behind her with three letters. And of course, Mika reiterated politics. And it happens with every business, including wrestling. And you basically just laid out all of that. Mm-hmm. If there was a bigger company that Ivelisse, let's say, I'll just throw one out. Ivelisse is in stardom or New Japan. Mm-hmm. They would have worked it out somehow. Right. We um, we wouldn't be hearing about it like we are. No. And, you know, Ivelisse, I love her. Met at WrestleCon. We linked up, connected. I support. Thunder Rosa is mostly through Damage 365 with my man Kevin Nasta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twisted Sisters with Holiday, so they all close have a relationship. Um, it's actually funny because Eve Leach just got signed to Damage Three Sixty Five, also for a signing in New York. Mm. So uh, I hope Kevin keeps them apart, though. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> well, Damage Three Sixty Five got a match, right? So uh, book it. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a hot topic. I mean, not like the store, but it's I an actual a, hot topic. Book them next to each other. Let them throw jabs and glares all day. And finally, get in the ring to sell your differences, ladies. That would be good. If I had a board... I'd I would, pay money for that. If I had a board, I would call Kevin now. We have him... Uh, on the show. I would have him on the show. But, you know, we recorded also. And I don't have a board. Um, but that has happened. So I, I don't speak upon that like fans on Twitter do. Like they're going to throw out their uh, favoritism. Because I want to see how this all goes out and how it was how it was laid out and Mika 
pretty much laid it out as political as possible. I, in my view, in my humblest of opinions. Oh God, I hate that. Hmm. <laughs> so do that allegedly stuff, you know, clean it up. Anyway, I had to get an indie. You, you don't have any indie uh, roundups. So, I mean, hopefully, no COVID uh, <laughs> outbreaks within the uh, collective down in not, Florida. Not that has been said. There are people who have tested and said their results and there are people who have tested who have not and again i'm not saying that they are positive i'm just saying that you know they haven't shared info and some people don't feel the right to because you know it is a or whatever so as far as indie roundup goes um one of my friends and favorites savannah evans is the new pwx pure yeah, champion is. Uh, Savannah wrecks men and women equal opportunity ass kicker. So um, happy for Savannah because this is totally unexpected and it's a great look um, for PWX wrestling because they they've had a couple of champions, a couple of people signed to um, contracts throughout the various big promotions that have come through their doors and stepped foot in the ring. So Savannah might be one of the next of the uh, that new breed of or new class also she's been in AEW I think one or two matches mm -hmm. and um very beautiful woman I knew her when uh her and Ariel Monroe uh was who is now Big Swole they had a tag team um Sexy Young Cannibals I think that's what it's called yeah Sexy Young Caramels oh really yeah okay there were three of them I was introduced to that, mm -hmm. and uh, it was it was two that I was introduced to. Who was the third one? Uh, oh, was it Devin? Devin Monroe? I think it was Devin. Okay, I, I wasn't privy to that part mm -hmm. yet. But also, um, one more thing. Speaking of the collective, what I called it down in uh, WrestleCon, I want to send positive vibes to Faye Jackson. Mm -hmm. because uh, as of that weekend, that is her last time wrestling. She did go through with her event. I think this is the second Grace Sweatpants Battle Royal that they had. They, they, they made it all up in uh, Indiana last year because mm -hmm. Russell Kong got canceled. Yeah, had to, had to break out the big guns in the midst of Alley Cat's real hot girl shit. Um, did you go to that show? I cannot confirm it or not because I don't want to be accused of Ogling or oogling. No, I mean, no, the, the alley cat. That, that was part of Faye's. Faye had a match. Okay. So it was in the middle of Alley Cat's show. Okay. There we go. Well, so, you can talk about the Battle Royal. Oh, it, I mean, let's just talk about the winner. Filling out his crazy white pants quite well was uh, JTG. So, of. Mr. You know, T Moss. Of Crime Time fame. Uh, for a partner of Shad Gaspar. So that was good to see. I mean, you know, good no, tell to see us more, winning, 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 not just the, what's in the sweatpants. I mean, listen, tell us more. it was for charity. Planned Parenthood got a great donation. Faye was able to say goodbye in her middle of the ring. She's injured, hurt, but she got to say goodbye and see something that she worked a lot Um a lot of hours and sweat and tears probably on sweatpants. Sweatpants. That's what you're wearing for. Come to fruition and you know to watch her get that 
um, award is amazing as well because she worked just as hard on getting everybody there and getting all that stuff together as she did, you know, just in her career in general. So, shouts out to Faye. I'm happy everything went off with a hitch. I'm so sad. Sad to see her go from being an active competitor. Yeah, and I met Faye when she was just getting her feet wet in Ring of Honor years ago uh, when they were trying to do a Women of Honor division and apparently failed. Um, but, you know, we just, we, we talked for a couple minutes and, you know, I just saw something in her that was great. Not only that, but her size and stature, which is uncommon in women's wrestling as far as the big leagues are concerned. And she's just been going around doing photo shoots, F your beauty standards. Uh, what did she say? Plus size Pam Greer. Uh, other things like that. So hopefully her going away is, is temporary. And if it's not, then it's still sad for me. Hopefully we can link up. But she did have some acting credits also. So mm-hmm. maybe she can get into that as well. Um, I got to pick it up a little bit. But let's go. We got a lot of WWE talk, which is nuts. Because the news happens every day. And before I start with this, I, off mic, I had a talk with Mika. And, you know, we were talking about our personal lives. And it realized that our personal lives, in some ways when it comes to podcasting, it's personal lives versus the internet. You know, uh, our personal lives that we live in two different cities. We're away from each other for about a half hour, 40 minutes, depending on... Uh, 40 minutes. Depending on traffic or whatever, what time of day it is. And our hectic schedules are getting the best of us as far as the internet is concerned with all the news that's coming out. So I'm going to try to run this show twice a month, but I'm going to have another uh, guest host as far as... Uh, Helming this podcast, and I have somebody else in mind. Um, bringing in some help. Well, I'm just bringing in a WWE head, more say, because he's he's more well he's more versed in WWE than indies like you are. Right. So um, some of these episodes are going to be WWE heavy. Um, don't don't at me. Don't, don't tune out. Just yeah. Just hang with it. Because WWE is a machine is churning out business by it the day. Is the standard in which this business is measured? I'm sorry, I just started cutting from my bat. All right, so come here, check Vince. You welcome. All right, so I'm gonna get into this. Starting of WWE news. Now I'm gonna start this off between uh, with a. Uh, debatable topic, WWE versus Peacock Network. Let me tell you something. Peacock Network sucks as far as WWE is concerned. Why do you say that? Number one, you log into the Peacock Network. You log into the cock. Alright. You log into the Peacock Network. You get the cock up. (laughs) Alright. The one thing that I find that, that I find disparaging about Peacock about Peacock for us Americans Disparaging cock. I hear that too. Is that WWE does not have a live feed like the network does. Peacock doesn't have a live feed? No, they have a WWE channel where you can watch WWE all day without being on demand with videos. But it's just episodes of Total Bellas, Mr. and Miz and Mrs. and uh, other stuff. But it's not as live like the WWE network. Like if I want to tune into a pay-per-view... Just keep it on the live feed. It'll mm-hmm. turn on some way. No. 
I logged into NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver on the WWE channel mm -hmm. on the Peacock Network. I got Total Bells. Mm. Yeah. During the pre-show. I almost got sick. Yeah. yeah, we just ate, so we don't want that. Oh, no, that's just horrible. You said the B word. Okay. So I was watching that, and I'm looking, what the hell is this? I'm supposed to be watching an NXT pre-show. Not the so old man screams. Huh? What the hell is this? Not the old man screen. You want me to move over so I can get on my chair? Please. Um, so I had to I had to go to the browse section, go into WWE and put on NXT stand and deliver at that moment. Mm. Now this was I think I think we were talking one night and I turned on NXT stand and deliver, it was like three minutes before showtime. No live feed, it was Welcome, please wait. Mm. And they play the music of when you get those phone calls, when you make those phone calls to your cell phone company, mm -hmm. whatever, please hold on. It was driving me insane. So, uh, not dissing WWE NXT. NXT Standard Deliver was good. Um, I have nothing to do, uh, detract about it. I am very fascinated of the past couple weeks, past month, of Zoe Stark. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the melanin. I want to see more of her. Very beautiful woman. Uh, I'm very just, talented. Yes, I'm. I'm tuned in. I have a NXT crush on Zoe Stark. Probably not as much as I do with uh, Reina Gonzalez, mm. who's now Raquel Gonzalez. But I love. I love her. And her chaps. The the Stan Hansen thing that she was doing before they repackaged her. Yeah. Um. I don't have much about NXT uh, TakeOver Stand and Deliver. I don't know if Mika watched it. Um, I was a little shocked, a little bit shocked that uh, Raquel Gonzalez became the new women's champion. Yeah. But Mika and myself, we saw this coming months ago. We didn't think that execution was going to be there. We just said they're going to push her. You said it during... You said it during War Games. Mm-hmm. She got the final pin. That was it. Uh, I said it sometime, I think, when she got the title shot. I forgot how she got the title shot. But I said, they're going to push her. She's going to do it. I think Io Shirai is going to put her mm -hmm. over in a loss. Io killed herself during that match. It was Io great. killed her knee jumping off that skull. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think there's anything to talk about for NXT Standing Deliver except for that mm -hmm. and Killer Cross won the NXT title again, which uh, that was a far gone conclusion because he was hurt and Balor gave him a hell of a matchup. Um, nothing. You didn't see night two, did you? I did. Okay. I was there. Oh, okay. All right. So you were there watching night two. Uh, I'm trying to think of some matches that stood out. I wasn't into the the North American Championship. Um. MSK won the uh, tag tip. Unbelievable. Honestly, that match was crazy. Honestly, I didn't think they would win. Um, but apparently these kids are doing something right. They are well liked in the office and backstage. And kudos to them. Yeah, I saw an article like yesterday or the day before. And they said, what does MSK mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody joked saying marijuana smoking kids. Like, wow, WWE, we're really going down this road. You got Riddle on the main roster. Him and RVD together, they made a 420 video uh, on social media. Now you got MSK. Just, you know, hey, 
You gotta deal okay. with it. Okay. Gotta deal with it. And RVD is putting this product out there. I didn't. Oh. I didn't see the uh, Hall of Fame ceremony. I wasn't. I wasn't into it because I'm not into virtual too much. Um, I'm glad that the nominee, the, not the nominees, the uh, inductees got in. I can't yeah, name them all. Well, some of them were glad. Others. NWO. Some people in that group, yes. Some people in that group, hell no. Okay. Um, well, I say all of them, even though we have our uh, we have our uh, words towards certain members. Um, British Bulldog, I'm glad, but I didn't like it in this capacity. Um, British Bulldog is way overdue for Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. A woman got in. A woman. We're talking about uh, Molly Holly. Molly, yes. your Greenwall, the best. One She's of the nicest great. women to ever meet. Mm-hmm. She is so endearing. Um, I can't name one. Great Kali was in the hotel room. Mm. And I, I used to work for Great Kali. Yeah. And you see that picture how between us, how big he is compared to me? Mm-hmm. I tell this story all the time. I... I handled Big Kali at an event called uh, at a company called SWF, run by Rod Fury, which is a what Jim Cornette calls the Outlaw Mud Show because it really is. But Rod Fury is nice to me, so I go to his shows okay. if I can. But it's not nothing to write home about. Um, but I remember one time uh, there was a guy by the name of Grim. Uh, he runs a show called Grim's Toy Show on YouTube. I don't know if you heard about that. But he got a lot of backings, a lot of followers. Okay. I'm surprised that Joey Janela ain't picked him up. Mm. Um, but I remember uh, there was a guy that came out and said, we're going to put Great Khali in this match and he's going to come in and do the chop and we're all going to dance in the ring. So I heard mm-hmm. that from the promoter and Khali's like, yes, yes, because it's American English, it's not that good. So I'm just on a fly on the wall just saying just making sure make sure Greg Holly's okay get the water whatever and the guy comes in and says it and there's another guy that's part of the match he's like you're gonna do this come in the ring I raise oh, my hand and then you're gonna give me a chop he's like yes 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 so I'm like okay well this is what he's gonna do Greg Kali grabbed my shoulder mm. his shoulder ecl- I mean not grab my shoulder his hand eclipsed my shoulder into my upper arm he looks at me and say, you take me to the back. And when you have a mitt like that on your shoulder, you, you do listen. whatever the man says. Yes. Because you want to live without that kind of handprint on your whole body. At least on the neck. Remember that uh, infamous, that video with Andre the Giant and Bob Euchre when he's choking him? True. That could have been me. Oof. <laughs> Oof. With those big mitts. Just <laughs> Yes. Talk about choke you out. I had to walk Great Kali all over the place, and I'm just, and he has his hand did, on. Did he walk you? Cause he's so tall. I felt like a bitch when he was walking me. Why you gotta be? Never mind, it's fine. No, that that hand eclipsed my shoulder. <laughs> like I said, uh, when he has a hand like that, you listen. You you go where he where if he goes, if people question me why I'm in the locker room, why I'm doing it, look. Great Collie is right behind me. He Talk said, to him. He said, he said that. So, um, Great Collie was doing that. Um, but this Hall of Fame was a mixture of 2020, 2021. They did it on two nights. First night and second night. 20, Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. 
That's not how I showed on TV? I didn't even watch it. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, well, no, no. I'm sorry. The ceremony was on two nights. Yeah. At WrestleMania, it was on. They presented them separately. By the way, if you if you can't hear Mika clearly, uh, you can damn sure hear her through the feed because uh, she's pouring herself another drink. But why you gotta be telling my business? But the way we're doing this is that uh, you know it's coming through. I'm looking at the needle and everything. We hope it's coming through. <laughs> so um, I can't think of all the nominees. I don't have it in front of my face. It's okay. It's definitely uh, Eric Bischoff got in, which people question. Why are you questioning? The, excuse me. Why are they questioning Easy e One of the greatest wrestling minds. 83 weeks. He led the charge of beating the WWF in the Monday Night Wars. If nothing else, the man deserves his flowers. Thank you for giving it to him. I wish I could have him call up the station too. But I, I, to I talk to Bischoff. I work, I work for Eric Bischoff, and I got introduced to Eric Bischoff when I was working for the radio show, and I got him to do an interview for us. Nice. And um, this story for me, that uh, I was working for a, sh- a radio show, and we were in Rhode Island, and Eric came by looking at all the displays and whatever. He said, hey, guys, see three black guys. Hey, how you doing? We're just talking, Eric Bischoff, and, you know, me and my 14-year-old mind is like, easy E, NWO, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yes. You know, and um, in my mind, I was doing the Tibetan wolf to somebody. I was like, too sweet. I tell him. I love each and every one of you. <laughs> so what happens is this story. I'm 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 trying to get video interviews in. It's on YouTube also. It's got a lot of hits because I market the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. So I said, um, and I was being kind. He says, "Call me Eric." I called him Mr. Bischoff. Mm-hmm. I said, "Mr. Bischoff, Mr. Bischoff, can we get an interview?" And one of the partners looked at me like I farted in church. I was like. I mean- and I'm looking at him like, brand, brand. If Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. at our table, people are going to look at us. Mm-hmm. And I did the interview, and uh, this was before I had to shape my uh, lens shades. And people were coming across the table. Who's this? Mm. Who are these guys? Who are these guys? And Eric Bischoff helped, ha- uh, helped make it happen. Eric put you over without. He put us over. Without doing a pin stroke. Okay, he put me over, but I put us over because I asked for that interview. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Close mouths, don't get fed. we exchange information every now and then, um, not to be flexing. I text Eric Bischoff and see how he's doing. And I, I just wanted to learn marketing from the guy because the guy had done marketing all his life. If you haven't seen his special, uh, his I think he has a DVD, mm-hmm. but it's on the network, Peacock, whatever you are, whatever have you. So, he's up there. Um, even though I hated his Star Wars ninja idea in AWA. Mm. <laughs> Dang. Don't bring up the bad stuff. We bring up the good stuff. Continue. You want me to talk about the finger poke of doom? I said continue. <laughs> so Eric Bischoff, uh, Mr. President of WCW, 83 weeks. He's doing well for himself. Uh, he, he has heat and he has heaven at the same time. That's a great way to put it, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, more inductees that need to be mentioned. We talked about Molly. We talked about Bischoff, JBL, John Bradshaw, Layfield. Now that is a speech that I wanted to see because JBL did not turn himself off. JBL is JBL. JBL gives zero Fs. JBL said what he was going to say and was like, what you going to do? Nothing and like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I actually like Bradshaw too, despite his bullying uh, past and mm. practices that he it's was bullying doing. Bullying ways now, then now forever. You mean? Well, he got knocked out by Joey Styles that nobody talks about. Yep. Then now forever. We don't talk about that. He's a Hall of Famer now. We can't. Yeah. In the Hall of Fame rules. Joey Styles was nice to me. I mean, I mean, Bradshaw was nice to me. I wasn't scared. When I did you meet Bradshaw? We can't talk about it for legal purposes. Anyway. Are you serious? What? You met Bradshaw in illegal purposes? What? What? Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Why are you trying to get me to go under a jail? 83 weeks. Keep going. What? What are we talking about? Hey, look. I want to see that in the book somewhere. Oh, gosh. Please don't write the book. <laughs> <laughs> you went drinking with JBL. That'd be awesome. That's just like Ooh. me smoking with Snoop Dogg. Man, look. I was drinking with JBL. I don't even know if I would make it. I wonder if I could. I probably could. Anyway. Hey, if, if they, he's listening, we're, we're all for it. Uh, Mika Villas on Twitter. Let's make it happen. Let's do, let's go, Jay. I'll, I'll put that on the video. Excuse me, Mr. Bradshaw Layfield. Let's yes. do this. Or Justin Hall Bradshaw. No, I know you're calling him right here. No, no, I said drink with him, not get deaded by him. No. Well, he does have a sick clothesline from hell. Oh, I mean, I want to visit hell. Not that way, though. <laughs> not that way. Well, then again, I had a video where I, I was with Ron Simmons. See? Okay. Um... Anyway, I can't name them all. I was into WrestleMania. I wanted to see how it worked out. Uh, I was pissed off night one because the WWE title was the opening match of the card. First of all, this was probably the funniest WrestleMania I've ever Old seen in my life. Porch alert. Go ahead. What? The funniest WrestleMania mm, I've seen? I'm pissed off. No, no, no. I, I, I'm Before I get to that point. Mm-hmm. This was the funniest WrestleMania I ever seen in my life. How so? Number one, it rained on night one. Tell me about it. Oh, I was soaking wet. Samoa Joe and a poncho. At least Joe had a poncho. I was poncho list. Oh, I would love to have that picture. Mika Villas being wet in the rain. Continue. I wouldn't post. <laughs> it, I wouldn't post it on social media, but I would keep mm-hmm. that to myself. Wait, pause. You just. The words you said, they just go keep going. Well, you know, Mika Villas yeah. with, with the effects and the rain and wet and the let's, hair and the makeup. I want to see that. Um, but WrestleMania started off with Vince McMahon welcoming everybody. Then they paused the event after opening the event up because of a rain delay. They had the white, I, I, I don't, I assume, because the camera that I saw was in the back. Mm-hmm. I assumed that there were uh, hands out there wiping the ramps. Sweeping the ramp. They, they didn't do that? So, okay. They kicked us out of the... They did that. I saw that. ...area. Like, yes. They, they legit, like... So, they did a hard, fast opening for WrestleMania. Just what that means is they knew that they were going to have to cut <laughs> and go, like, away from the live action that they were not going to have any in-ring action. So, they shut off... More pyro than AWE, excuse me, AEW had during the, um, you know, Mox match that quote unquote blew up in just the first five seconds of Mania. Bates came out. Uh, you know what? We, I still haven't seen that match. You, you didn't, I don't match even want to watch it. Match is good. I saw the end and I was ending. like. That's, that's the bad part. Match is good. Ending throws it. So anyway, uh, they, they did this. Fault hard. of AEW. Yeah, they did this hard opening real quick, real fast. They got all the feel goods and the kumbayas, welcome back. Had us all hyped up and cheering and what have you. I said, okay, 
I don't know if they cut to commercial or what, but they were like, okay, get out of the arena now. <laughs> like, it was amazing. I cut it back to my perception when I was watching on Peacock. So, they had the opening WrestleMania of the year. In that blah, video. Blah, blah, in the video. Right, that's when they were and, telling us to get out. And after that, it was like Samoa Joe and the Poncho. And then they started uh, winging it with all these interviews in the back. It was like WrestleMania 1. Ooh, buddy. And, Horrible, because at least WrestleMania 1 was still scripted. And in my mind, it was like, we're live, pal. Mm-hmm. We got to we gotta keep this time going. Not only are we live, we're live, pal. It's WrestleMania, and you need to be on your A-game, not just in the ring, but here's a live mic in front of you. They were throwing it. And guess what? A it's not on the network. Failed. And it's not on the network, mm-hmm. so you asked out if you missed it. There's some there's some uh, sites streaming that I could pick it up and, and, and show it, but that's what happened, and it was so hilarious. I was ticked off because the Hurt Business match was first. And I was like, this is the WWE Championship. This is the head of the company. And in my mind, in my mindset, Bobby, excuse me, in my mindset, Bobby Lashley was going to lose to Drew McIntyre. Mm -hmm. Because Drew was the guy, it was like showing the crowd, blah, 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 we got a special, he had a year Mm -hmm. of COVID, so he lost it, he's going to get it back. So, leading up to WrestleMania, I do not know why they did this. The internet was crying. They were in tears when the Hurt Business broke up. Mm-hmm. And this was so bad that even the guys in the Hurt Business was not with mm-hmm. it. In public. Usually, we try to keep it yes. under wraps, your disgruntledness. But, yeah, they were just like, screw it all. And I'm just thinking up there, Vince McMahon is sitting like Morpheus in the office when he talks to MVP Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, and Hold Shelton on, Benjamin. Pause. You think he talked to Shelton? Really? You think no, he no, no. To... He he was talking to all of them to put the he, idea he out. He didn't talk to all of them. He didn't. Vince didn't talk to them. He could have had a These meeting. These people are below Vince. You know who might have got a meeting with Vince? MVP and Bobby Lashley. Lashley. I think I think MVP. Might have. Lashley got the meeting MVP tagged along and that's a maybe well MVP is the mouthpiece of the hurt business yeah that's of the hurt business but because MVP is uh MVP is hurt not hurt right now but he's rocking the cane whatever I don't care he's making it work mm-hmm. so this man sat in the chair like Morpheus and said you can take the red pill or you can take the green pill my guess was you keep the hurt business you lose at Wrestlemania don't keep the hurt business they were all. Yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna hear it from us as we hit the keyboards angrily. Yes. Which we did. And I, me, I called Mika. And <laughs> I, called, I called Mika. I didn't cry for real. I called Mika crying. And said they run the hurt business, and she looked at me and said, "You already got New Day. You already got New Day. You gotta have one." How many more black groups do you think you're going to be allowed in WWE? And I'm going to go back to your, I was angry that the WWE Championship opened up the show. Well, I wasn't angry, angry to just let you know, but I was like, why? You felt, third? You, you, felt, you felt some kind of way. I felt many shades. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't shady. For any, they, they voted for it. For any show, as a, a wrestling person or persona... I know that booking the right opening match goes a long way. 
this was the right opening match for night one. You needed to get it off with a bang. And what better way than to put these two huge dudes in the ring and let them beat on each other for however many minutes they had. You have Drew, who was a former champion from last year, who said, I want to be the first person in the ring for WrestleMania when the fans are back. Drew said that publicly. He said that on the air. Let's not make Drew into a liar, WWE, because they like Drew. He's been their poster boy. He's held it down during the post Excuse me, during the, pandemic, year during the Thunderdome era. So, give the man what he said he wanted. He wanted that. They gave it to him. Here's your reward. Bobby, don't care. Bobby got the belt. Bobby is not the face of the company. That is Roman Reigns. Um, so Naturally, the... Uh, the the one real who, head of the table. Naturally, the one who holds the championship is. They do the media rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby is not the hey, face of the company. He's not compared to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the total package. Bobby, uh, Bobby's doing interviews now, and I'll give it to him, but Bobby is not the best in interviews. Bobby is much like Brock, where that voice does not match that huge, bulking body. And it's like, what? Wait, what? Are you joking me right now? Okay. I didn't say this. I like Bobby, and I would like to meet him again. I Yeah, yeah I like him, too. I'm just, I'm just stating... What people, if you've never heard him, you go, wait a minute, that's your voice? Get out of here. So, again, Bobby is not known as a philanthropist. Roman is. So, again, Bobby has work to do if he wants to indeed be the face of the company. You just said philanthropist. I did. You know what a philanthropist does? What? Donate money. Uh Uh-huh. Roman does. Roman's got Cena 101. Roman's literally... Followed in Cena's footsteps. No, no, no. The blueprint I, has I, been laid. I, I, no, you said philanthropist. Mm-hmm. That I don't believe. I do believe that Roman is the guy after Cena. Again, blueprint-wise, he, he's following the blueprint to a T. When, when you say philanthropy, I think money. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Money, these... Is it Getting time money, of th- driving money, drawing money, or... Donating money. Donating money to cancer research because guess what? Roman Reigns had cancer. These are things Roman has done, Bobby hasn't done yet. I okay. say yet because he has the opportunity, but it, yeah, it's so it's Roman's world. We're just living in it. Okay, so now they start the matchup. I was shocked that the Hurt Business won, but I was glad. I was cheering. That Bobby Lashley, not the Hurt Business. The Hurt Business is no longer. It's still the Hurt Business. It's Bobby Lashley. Because you know, you got MVP on the mic speaking. Yeah, okay. Um, so. It says Lashley on the title, though. So, they They won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm the saying. The Hurt Business won. The Hurt Business won. Lashley won. And, Lashley retained. Uh, Let's go. What, 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 was the other retained. Ma- what was the other matches on night one? I'm, I'm not going to go through it. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of rain, there was a slippage. Gee, there were two slippages. And I missed the two, first one. Two slippages, technically. Oh, you missed the first one was walking out. I missed that one. So oh you did but you saw the hmm. No, I saw that on Twitter. Okay, gotcha. I didn't see that one either, but it was nothing for me to be like, oh yeah, ooh. Teenage boys everywhere. No, because it, it, Dana Brooke Dana Brooke has changed so much I in, mean, in the years that plastic. she looks now the same as Mandy Rose. Her look in NXT was more distinguished than it's what she is. All now. plastic. Dana Brooke First, Mandy Rose can't walk. 
Now, granted, this is Got an open air. This no, not Mandy's, but Dana's. Yet yeah. it's an open air arena. She's walking down a ramp. Thankfully, it's not the longest ramp that WWE's had, but it is a wet floor. Wrestling boots are not made with a particular grip, so you do not slip. And guess whose soul looked like it left her body when her ass fell down and went boom. Did you see the picture that people made of her? Yes. Uh, uh, what's the name? Rob something made a picture of her slipping? Yeah. Like, here's here's my favorite part of her slipping. She looked around like somebody tripped. <laughs> if you go back and watch the video, she kind of looks like, who, who did that? I think they took that off, too. If you can find the video, because apparently, yeah, WWE Peacock, the cock has wiped clear. Well, that's the network the too. Stuff. They said it's not on the network. Yeah, whoever. So some English guy said it, it's mm-hmm. not up there, and they got WWE Network. Um, this was like a fatal four-way. I that was the most horriblest match of night one. I never cared for it. Like the girls, <sighs> girls look good. I'll give you that. Um, everybody brought their WrestleMania finery, but as to far me- as in-ring work goes. Yikes. Yeah, Tamina and uh, Natalia won, and still, I didn't believe in that team. Shouldn't have won. Because they... Squad, squad, should have won. The Riot Squad should have won. Legit tag team. They are. They are. Legit tag team. Those girls have been grinding. They've been jobbing out to everybody. They've been getting their butts kicked, making it look good. You've got... I haven't watched the program enough to care. I mean, you don't have to watch. You've seen it before. You've seen it happen. You've seen it in the past. I just know that the Riot Squad is the only... is the only cohesive team that was in that match. You know, Liv has benefited being in the Riot Squad that she's come a long way as far as her in-ring developments go. You know, Ruby Riot, former Heidi Lovelace on the independent scene, has come in and just blessed us with her presence as far as being in this division and just doing everything to make everybody look good. Girl is taking her ass-kickings from everybody on that roster and made them look like they were killing her making them into stars should have gave the stupid titles i don't know i called them stupid to the riot squad well that was the number one contendership that night should have gave the titles just stripped them other holes and give it to the riot squad i called them hoes i'm sorry shana i like shana i do too um uh, but the the match that actually stood out was the bad bunny match and Bad Bunny raised the bar as far as celebrities in wrestling. Best wrestling celebrity match ever. And he wasn't the guy that was that, oh, I'm going to be in the ring and I'm going to do a few moves. He took the part of that match. Listen, when I tell you, first of all, for those who do not understand the Bad Bunny appeal, who do not get it, who are just confused as to why this person is in a WWE ring, please understand... WrestleMania tickets were not inexpensive. They were pretty pricey. There were people of Latino descent who paid stupid amounts of money to be at WrestleMania Live just to see Bad Bunny. They were okay with the rest of the show. They were not into it. When Bad Bunny came out, great entrance by the way, these people lost their collective minds. If you thought the booze for Hogan was loud, you oh, should, I didn't screams, talk about that. The screams, the screams, and the crowd of Latinos in attendance behind Bad Bunny, Puerto Rican flags everywhere in this arena. People loved Bad Bunny before he even before the bell rang. 
they were going crazy. Okay. As the match progressed, as the match went on, everything that he did, everybody was invested to. Not just people who were there to see him, just in general, because they knew who he was as an artist, as a performer. Even myself, as I watched this man and went, he's been training. Holy crap. Not only has he been training, he's been training well. He's trained good. He, uh, he is getting his ass kicked. He's taking the heat. He this trained, is ridiculous. He trained under Drew Gulak, yep. Adam Pierce, yep. and, and the, one more. Norman Smiley. Norman Smiley. Yes. <laughs> Smiley. And, Smiley. And uh, when I heard about that afterwards, I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. You don't have to talk to me anymore about it. Mm -hmm. It just proved itself. Mm -hmm. Because... Again, I say a lot of those celebrities like, ooh, I'm wrestling, and they get in there and do one, two moves and get the pinfall, mm -hmm. and that's it. But he was in a brunt in the matchup. Now, wrestling, I would say wrestling old men and insiders were not too keen on it because they were seeing like Damian Priest should have been the oh. one elevated. And, yeah. and, and to be honest with you, Punisher Martinez ooh, is my... name. Huh? Throwback name. Punisher Martinez, I know him. Mm -hmm. I took his pictures for the Ring of Honor, uh, for the Ring of Honor Top Prospect Tournament when he was doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and he's a product of the Monster Factory uh, in New Jersey. Shout out to Danny Cage. Mm -hmm. And I was I was for that. He's a nice guy. I even bumped into him at Wally Mania before anybody knew who he was a couple years ago. Um, so I got it when people said that. But again, like Mika Villa said, Bad Bunny had it in spades. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was until he got into the Royal Rumble, mm -hmm. and when people were telling me about him, he's these many people on Instagram that's following him, Twitter follow. I said, you know what? It's WWE. It's all marketing. Mm -hmm. Later on in the week after the Royal Rumble, his shirt was like top five. I think it was the number one. Crazy. It was top five. I said, okay, you got it. He he went in the in the rumble, not in the matchup itself. I think it was a match where he did a crossbody on Miz and Morrison. Mm. So that was like, okay, he's doing moves, he can do this, and he was into being on Raw. He was into being on television, mm -hmm. and that's another thing that I gave it up to Bad Bunny. I don't know who he is, but but leaving, I know who he is, mm -hmm. and he and he was one of those guys that say, look. I'm doing this. Nothing you can do to stop me. I'm doing this. And that raises celebrity bar high. I said, I even said this on YouTube. Bad Bunny raises celebrity bar high to the point where Bow Wow can't even touch it. Mm. And Bow Wow's in training right now. Mm -hmm. We're at at uh, Rikishi's School of Hard Knocks. Ooh. So hopefully, and I'm not putting it, and even if Bow Wow failed, I'm not putting it on Rikishi. Because Bow Wow uh, is trying to live out some kind of dream. But I don't think he can touch Bad Bunny. Mm. And if he does, he better be like Rey Mysterio with his size. Like 96 Rey Mysterio. Which is difficult. Okay. i tell you one thing, though. Soulja Boy won't be wrestling. Woo. I didn't... I, I th did I already tell you no, about Soulja Boy? No, you did not. But I'm Okay, the Soulja Boy Randy Orton feud was going on and... I think there was some little jibber-jabber afterwards. But Soldier Boy also got a domestic violence charge against his former girlfriend. What? Uh, there was a video online that surfaced, and they were in that marriage boot camp show or whatever. I don't watch TV. Um, where 
I think he had hit her, and I think off camera she was pregnant, and they had a domestic situation to the point where she lost the baby. Mm. Soldier Boy was dating Teddy Riley's daughter. Mm. So even if it's not a domestic charge, it's Teddy Riley's daughter. Mm -hmm. Black Street, Rump Shaker, the guy who created New Jack Swing. Boy, oh boy, it's a small world we live in. Even a smaller one, we screw something up. Yeah, and uh, Teddy is down there in Virginia Beach. Probably, he probably was incensed when he heard about that. Uh, even though his sound wasn't good for his versus battle, but that's another uh, conversation in itself. Mm -hmm. So, um, Soldier Boy, he's still talking crap to Randy Orton. Um, Randy Orton is like one of the top guys in wrestling right now, mm -hmm. as far as PR is concerned. Because not only that with Soldier Boy, but Randy Orton. It's not about Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. It was more like Mrs. Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Hmm. And Mrs. Orton react fiercely to Alexa Bliss playing her part. I mean, she played the hell out of her part. Everybody reacted. I didn't react to it. I just saw it like, okay, he, she laid Randy Orton out. She kneeled, and that was it. But I, with my own two eyes, did not look into it. And when I saw those pictures, she kneeled where it appears to be his crotch. Mm -mm. And that's where Mrs. Orton jumped out. Said, you done effed up now on Twitter. Mm. So. My question was, did Randy Orton get a boner off of that? Ooh, buddy. Randy keeps a boner in that little banana hammock. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. So I hear Allegedly, it's been reported. There we go. <laughs> well, look, I go by the boner defense. If Randy mm. Orton didn't get one, then it's all good. I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, uh, the matches happened. Uh, but also, two black girls main evented. Black girl Put magic main event. Put some respect on it. Yes. Put some, say it with your chest. Two black women main event at WrestleMania. Never before in the history of ever have we had two black women main event a mainstream wrestling show. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Awesome job. Thank you, ladies. The only fault I find in that one was that Bianca just lost it before the match, but I understand it. We're in front of fans, a lot of emotions are just pouring through, but she sucked it up and had the match later on. But I'm here to tell you, and you can tell me more, Mika, that whip on Sasha Banks went off like a gun. So, for those of you who are not in understanding of what Sasha's crime is, Sasha should have known, and I will to let you know, you don't ever, and I mean ever, touch a black woman's hair, okay? Sasha oh, that's right. it was a spot. pulled Bianca's hair and pulled Bianca's hair the entire match. She even tried to tie her up via her hair. Bianca got tired of this girl trying to pull her weave and whack the, she went back to all of her ancestors, she went back to the upbringing of Go break me off of switching that yard and whooping your ass. All that was channeled into the power of her wonder weave. She whipped Sasha and left a mark 
that whip sound. That mark is resonated. crazy. This arena, set to hold who knows, maybe 75,000 or whatever, had approximately 25,000, probably less. When I tell you, with no microphones needed, we all heard and damn near felt that whip as it connected. I was like, ooh, literally the breath out of me because I was just like, that shit hurt. Seeing that Wilt on Sasha, I was like, oh, oh God, oh God. Somebody's like, what is Bianca having her was hair? A slavery, that was a slavery laceration on her. People were like, what does she have in her hair? What is that? Is that a whip? No, baby. That's just black hair. <laughs> we tied. Like Indian hair. That girl was tied. You freaking with her hair. And she was like, bitch, you want to come and get it? I loved it. It was great. Now, now, um, she had she had a Kunta Kinte scar on her, that light-skinned body of hers. Now, that, that was the imprint that is yeah. going, when it says it's going to leave a mark, like, I think Sasha can have to break out all the cocoa butter in order for that not ice, to all leave the cocoa butter, surgery, a mark on skin her. Because that, that. that broke skin. That That's how Bianca reached back and reached back like a pimp and slapped the hoe. I mean, that's I'm, the song. But she got her good. I'm going to say a couple things about this match that I didn't like. One was the camera work after, after the match. I, I heard the camera work was shoddy just in general. The, the cutaways were bad, is what I heard. Yeah, Sasha Banks was actually smiling at Bianca. They showed that on camera? Uh, yeah. They showed, they showed it on camera, and people took pictures of it ringside where she was laying Ooh. out. It was supposed to be Bianca's moment. And it was like she was trying to show a face of defeat. Mm. But she showed a face of you did it. I think that was more we than you, but yeah. I, I did see the images. What do you mean more we than me? They both did it. It takes two to tango. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about as far as WWE production mm -hmm. is concerned. The, uh, the, the uh, other thing about it was I was in a Facebook group and I was just going through the timeline on my spare time and people discounted this black girl magic main event because Sasha is of mixed ancestry and Bianca you know Bianca just Bianca wanted listen and if Sasha gets pulled over they're not seeing that mixedness they're seeing that black girl but Again, I get tired of seeing that. In the usual, the month of February, we always talk about how The Rock is not black and The Rock is WWE champion, but he's not black. He's Samoan, and it just makes me sick. Like it's two tough. black girls main event. It. I don't care. What? It, it, it is. It is what it is. I don't care if Sasha Banks won. I don't care if Bianca Belair won. I they care. gave us a show. I care who won. It was Bianca's time. Sasha didn't. And we. Excuse me. Sasha didn't need to win. Sasha doesn't need the title. No, no, Sasha I'm saying, I'm saying as far as showcasing. Well, that's the whole point of this WrestleMania. It's supposed to showcase everybody, no. established and non-established, and it did that. And people discrediting anybody's blackness. One, how dare you? Two, how fucking dare you? Um, I'm more number two than number one. Because again, Sasha Banks is black. Even if she tried to discount her blackness, it's not allowed. We've been, like you said, she's got this video she's shooting where been and watched and seen her. This girl black. Then also she got this black ass cousin that's going to remind her. That's a Hall of Famer. 
Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> there it is. So, so um, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it from a negative standpoint to a positive standpoint. Okay. Both nights, I almost cried in tears. You didn't cry. Joy. You're not. I almost real cried person. in tears and joy because guess who came out and guess who booed him? Uh, Brother. He who shall not be named like <laughs> the fucking Voldemort that he is. Terry. Fuck him and we won't say his name. Okay. Y'all know who the fuck we talking about. Yeah, my um, yeah uh, Big Swole said his name. Mm-hmm. But he came out with the Warrior Award winner, Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Um, I interacted with him a couple times on Twitter. Uh, that doesn't say anything like that. But seeing his work of Titus and being the host, and, and look, 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 I get it. Titus O'Neil is not a brand name like Duke. Mm-hmm. He's not a brand name like that, but at least to WWE fans and stands, we know who Titus O'Neil is. Now, it's also funny that Titus O'Neil is hosting an event that has water wow. on the ramp. Mm-hmm. And you can put that he, those two he, together. Slip and slide. Yes. Titus World Slide, which we still remember that. Oh, Lord. I forgot about that, but yes. They made a spectacle out of that Saudi Arabia event. I know you don't watch it, but... I I, I remember him slipping under the ring, and I was like, I'm turning this shit off. <laughs> I'm done here. But you saw the memes that came out with it. Yeah. Uh, how men be sliding a single woman's DMs. Yes, the rejection that they get, too. Okay. All right, but let me go back to the point here. Titus O'Neil came out with Duke. So Titus said his stuff. Everybody cheer. It's Tampa, Florida. Titus is known down there. Florida Gator, whatever. But when Duke started talking, man, them boos were killing. It was killing the audio. WWE Network, Peacock, and edited it all they want to. People were taking cell phones and posting it on YouTube of Hulk Hogan. Oh, sorry. I, I said his name. tell you, we out-booed anybody who dared to cheer this man. And for those who question, why are you booing him? It's all going on. 2012, that's we why. We educated them mm-hmm. as to the reasons that we are and the reasonable fact that this man still, to this date, has not apologized to his black Publicly. co-workers at the very least you got to work with me and you're a racist piece of crap and even if you don't think you're a racist piece of crap wait, wait, wait you said some racist piece of crap come and say i'm sorry wait wait a minute no he didn't do it publicly but privately in the locker room he had some kind of supposedly and some of the black you know what the speech was walked away from it vince walked in and said hey this is my million dollar baby right here fucking deal with it and walked out that was Ow. the speech you forgot about Oh, pal. Um, yeah. So, Hogan had a speech in the locker room years ago when they finally brought him back. And the black, some of the black wrestlers walked away from Supported, it. They, they, didn't, they didn't accept it. And um, did Hogan did Hogan question why they were booing him? Or was that a meme? No, he did not. He okay. knew. Okay. And the, the beautiful part is... The city of Tampa, the people in Tampa, they know Hogan from Hogan's Beach Shop, which is and still an operation. But they know he's a piece of crap. Like, wrestling fans didn't have to educate wrestling fans, you know, who may not be AEW fans or whatever. People knew what he was, and they were just like, mm-mm, 
read the room, y'all. Boo, we don't like him. That was great. And if I was Charlemagne the God, I would have gave WWE Donkey the day for a, forever mm -hmm. pulling Hogan to be a host of WrestleMania. And, and people were in that same group with Big Bear was saying, Hogan made WrestleMania. I was like, no. Vince McMahon jumped on top of Hogan's success and used it. And it helped fuel WrestleMania. This is this is one of those debates. If it wasn't for Vince McMahon, mm. Duke would still be in AWA or whatever, been broke. Uh, He'd be on the indie scene doing Randy. Or he would have been in NWA, not being the same guy. Right. So it, both both entities made WrestleMania, but I give it to Vince McMahon. Mm -hmm. He took something that his father did not like of Duke and bought him back. And that's what happened. <laughs> because he got fired because he did the movie. It's a true story. Look it up. He got fired because he did the movie. Guess what? With Sylvester Stallone, went up, made money. Vern Gagne saw him. We're going to make some money, money off of you. Money, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hogan didn't like the dealings of AWA. Vince McMahon said, come on, pal. Mm -hmm. Off to the races. Hmm. Excuse me, Mika. Off to the races. Off. Wordplay. I got you. I got you. So, he came in there. Everybody booed him. It was so sweet. I almost cried tears it's of joy. the greatest thing ever. And came out in phony pirate suits. <sighs> so sad. With theme colors, too. So fucking sad. But, let's not... Speaking of boos, he, didn't, he wasn't the only one that got booed. Who else got booed? Hall of Famers got booed for coming mm. out. And they're WWE branded from start to finish. Bitches. The Bella Twins. That's what I said. Bitches. Now, first of all, as a guy who likes women's wrestling, I was a little I was a little appalled that Bailey that Bailey was not on the card and she held she was one of the few people that held the, the women's division up in the last year. Mm -hmm. And she cut her hair, did the ding dong hello, and had the Karen haircut. And she was nowhere near on the card. I say this enough for another female that was not in WrestleMania, yet that's a mess on his own. Mm -hmm. So everybody was saying, Becky's going to come back, Becky's going to come Becky back. Becky trolled us both nights. Oh, Becky knows how Becky to do it. Becky is a troll. We love her. We her, love her ass. But man, her fiance is one of them, too. Really? See? Mm. Look, he always tweets, I hate football when the Bears lose. So he always does that. Huh. But, oh, wait, wait, wait. This is not, I'm, I'm jumping all over WrestleMania. I... Night one, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins was my match of the night. Because Cesaro never really gets pushed. Mm -hmm. And it was a wrestling match. Uh, Ring of Honor could have done it better. Mm. But it was so nice that Seth put Cesaro over and did his best to do so. Now it's got to be up to management to push Cesaro, and apparently it's going as of this recording. It's going the right the, the way. Long form storytelling. That's what this is. Yeah. So okay, night. Okay, uh, night one is over. Uh, night two comes up. Night two was so trash. Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Mm -hmm. This has been going on for months. Alexa Bliss has been spicing it up, having a little playground. Yeah, now. Uh, having a little voice, just taking over. 
comes back, starts bleeding on the forehead of black goo, and match was over. Hmm. Nothing. Not one. People of Tampa were not pleased with that match. They said there was a negative one on the Meltzer scale. Um, my biggest, one of my biggest beef was the Nigerian drum fight. Dead silence for you? No. Wait, what? Nigerian drum fight. Oh, I see. I didn't hear anything because I didn't hear any damn drums. <laughs> I was waiting on the drums. I'm still waiting on the damn drums. Not a drumstick, mind you, but the damn drums that were surrounding the ring in this Nigerian drum fight that did not have as, actual use of drums. As a match, it was horrible, but if it was a street fight, then it was a middle-of-the-road, mediocre match. Um, I can't name anything on night two. I just know that Roman won, and that was it. Nothing rememberable on night two? The promo by Heyman, of course, about your reigning and defending WWE champion. The head of the table, acknowledge him, Roman Reigns. I loved it. That was the best part. So, Mr. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him wasn't there too? Wait, wait, who? Uh, Jay Uso. He was there. I'm gonna he get was, him. He was there being the ultimate hype man. I mean, I'm gonna get him. You, if you put a clock around his neck, that was Flavor Flav 2021 right there. It was like, yeah, twitch it and I was like, yo, somebody, what is wrong with Joe? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. Well, I, I, um, I apparently, um, I wasn't into this match because I, I just had that feeling like Roman's going to come out on top. Mm-hmm. So, but it was put together, the headbutt between Edge and uh, Brian Danielson, it was okay. But anyway, I'm going to get through this. WrestleMania night two was ass. It was ass. It was not as good as the first one. That's how most sequels are. We could could have switched the nights over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was okay. Um. You know, being on the Peacock Network, right after that, I watched the Jericho podcast with Stone Cold. Hmm. It wasn't bad, though. I mean, it's, it's Chris Jericho. You know, people on the internet it was like, ooh, right, right. AEW on WWE Network. Yeah. And the, it's the, like... The perfect... It's Jericho. It's, Throw it's, your hands on go. Yes. It's Jericho. Yes. That's why Jericho does what he does. That's why he gets away with the shit he gets away with. Because it's Jericho. What do you expect? I mean, Stone Cold got the podcast. He's a legend. Vincent Man say, "I'm gonna make so I can make money off of Stone Cold." Uh, Stone Cold and Jericho tweeted each other and said, "Like, hey man, I want to be on your show." They did it. Vincent Man is like, "Yeah, I'm good with a pal." Like, mm-hmm. we're not talking AEW. This this Jericho. He's been there thirty years. He's been in wrestling thirty years. He's a legend in himself. Now, if you put MJF on the Stone Cold session, Broken Skull session on WWE Network, and come on, there's something to talk about. Lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're, we're going to do this. So I didn't give it anything, but, you know, I know Jericho from reading his books. Uh, I read about three of them. Um, it's really nothing to for AEW talk. Okay. So it's two hours long. I enjoyed Ooh. it. Whatever. Um, Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. I already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, some drama. Charlotte and Andrade. Mm. Now, for those who don't know, Andrade's been released from WWE, uh, citing uh, sadness, uh, unhappiness. He hasn't been working since October. Mm. Uh, I was very congratulatory of him standing up. I dislike people on the internet saying that good riddance because people don't know passion within a career. 
Um, but also, Charlotte being into this mix made it a lot messier. First of all, I don't know how true this was, but they were saying that Charlotte got COVID. And I think she came out with that. Hmm. That she got COVID. Hmm. Now, through WWE, she was also pregnant. Which turned out to be a lie. Hmm. So, Charlotte was supposed to face Asuka in WrestleMania, but it turned out to be Rhea Ripley, but they pulled her from TV. You know why they pulled her off TV? Because they released her fiancé and they didn't want to make it messy by putting her on WrestleMania. They think she was going to go out there and do a Medusa and make a statement about her husband. Or her future husband. Right. Hmm. Idiots. Charlotte is not... Look, I don't know Ashley Flair personally, but I know Charlotte's not that damn unprofessional. She's going to go out there and do it. She's going to lose the Oscar. She's going to beat Oscar. Whatever. They, she got back on Raw the night after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Which it was not. Like, okay, we expect people to be here. Then the next week, she beats up Oscar, mm-hmm. beats up officials, and gets suspended. I don't get it. I don't think you're supposed to. You know why? Because you don't hobble ass me, yo. Hmm? You don't hobble ass me, yo. I do speak Spanish. You're not supposed to understand. No, but I don't understand. She comes back. She comes back. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte, you know, coming back WWE the night after. And then after that, she's gone. Nothing happened. So I'm, I'm waiting on developments with that one. But um, it's just whole. It's just messy. Um, I'm ready to see Andrade. Uh, what's his name? El Sombra. That he's doing. He's doing an El Fantastico or Fantasmo. I mean, so I hear. Isn't El Fantasmo the one that was in WWE that pulled the draws out the referee? Mm. <laughs> like in '95. No, okay. All right. So let's go to the, let's go to what people want to hear about the annual WWE purge. Hmm. The purge is commencing on April the fifteenth. Please stand by as your ass could be fired. <laughs> That's what people heard. And guess what? And guess what? April fifteenth is also. What is also April fifteenth? Tax day. Dun, dun, dun. Taxing that ass. Taxing that ass right on the bottom of the job. <laughs> Congratulations, idiots. So, so there was a list of people that were released. Uh, help me out with the list here if you can. Bo Dallas was one of them. He, we haven't seen him in two years mm-hmm. on television. He w- he was uh, Bo Dallas was doing something at WrestleMania. He was helping out with the ring or something. But you haven't seen him in two years. Um, so more more travesty for the Wyndham family. Mm. His brother loses on on TV mm. with a comeback. Get that right-left combo. Yeah. Boop, boop, bink. And he's out. Mickey James. Mickey. Darling Mickey. To me, she was wasted. Waste opportunity there with Mickey, who just did some voiceover work on the cartoon. So. Which yeah. one? Uh, well, I don't know. It's a cartoon, but it's on Nickelodeon, so. Mm, okay, well, yeah, moving on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, who else got released? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to go less to more. Um, Wesley Blake from The Forgotten Son. So that makes him, Steve Cutler, both gone. And they left the wrong one. They fi- to me, they fired the wrong one. Mm. They, they uh, Riker's still on there. So I guess Trump is pretty strong in WWE. Uh, let's see. Um, 
The Iconics was a shock in a small way. Uh, Billy Kay had her stick that people started to grow and like. But there's a certain Dunn guy that didn't get it, despite the crowd liking it. Mm-hmm. And oh boy. just let her go. Mr. Mr. Beaver Teeth, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Dunn. Hey, yo, Dunn. Dunn, son. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad. I mean, these of course are rumors, whether they're true or not. But the fact of the matter is, you have a ton of talented people in Bo Dallas who are released, who should not have been released. But this who believed in Bo Dallas anyway? Somebody believed because he was in catering for a long time. I believe he could have got me a sandwich, and I'm okay with that. Um, A lot of people. He was done since he was NXT champion. Mm, He was a champion. Whew. He beat Biggie. Mm. Yeah, okay, where are they now? But anyway, um, <laughs> a lot of people lost their jobs, but and the internet was way upset. But think of it like this. A lot of these guys and girls can now go pursue other passions and avenues. Some of them are not set for the wrestling business. They are set for um, just not in wrestling, and I wish them all the best in their future endeavors, like a boy. Okay. There was a couple before this annual purge that um, Steve Cutler was one of them, uh, the significant other, Deanna Perrazzo, mm. um, a guy that you don't want to talk about, Lars Sullivan. In February, he was part of the purge. I mean, good riddance, the bad rubbish. You was you would like to see him in Braun? No, I would not to see him anywhere. We've seen too much of Lars. He's oversaturated the market. Do you hear me? Every time you type that log, that damn name in, you get the porn. I do not. I repeat, do not need to see Lars Sullivan. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, Braun Strowman's match in WrestleMania was. Was asked. he fired? No. Can we fire him? No. Can we recheck with the judges? No. Please. No. I'm begging. No. I'd get on my knees. Fire Bra- that ass. Braun is going to be there. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's see. Peyton Royce, which is no surprise to me. They broke Peyton up the Iconics. Billy Kay. They broke them up to fire them both on the same day. No, no. Hold on. They broke them up. Billy. Uh, not Billy Kay. They broke them up. Peyton Royce was supposed to be the star, and it didn't happen after two weeks. But the people like the Iconics because yeah, they, love them. they made... They took lemons and made it to eliminate. They got mm-hmm. their win. WrestleMania in New York. Um, breaking them up was something that management wanted to do, just like the Hurt Business. And this is another thing about not learning how to read the room, read the crowd, read the fans. You don't do everything for the fans, but some things you just know mm-hmm. to keep. Uh, Peyton Royce is now going by uh, Cassie... Cassie something something on the indie scene. Uh, Cat uh, something. She should go by Spears though, but that might be giving too too much away. Hmm. Uh, Billy Kay was at WrestleMania. People loved her stick, and again, <laughs> just fired her. I don't get it. I I, I do. You They're know, greedy corporate bastards, and they don't care. No, I'm talking about uh, done. Greedy corporate uh, bastards who yeah. don't care. Uh, Billy Kay has uh, grown on me. I love her uh, cheekbones, mo- uh, most of all. She had a catchphrase that people love. She had a YouTube channel that I 
check her videos every now and then. Uh, I did like her uh, resume stick. It started to grow on me. And when Jillian Hall appeared uh, at the Royal Rumble, it it uh, it worked. Billy and Jilly. So, okay. Billy and Jilly on their way to being iconic. Yeah. Mickey James <laughs> wasted. Uh, oh, uh, Andrade tweeted when he got released. Good news, Tranquilo. Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. I'm scrolling. So, Good news, when is Nocia is Tranquilo happy? And uh, I get it because when you want to work, you want to work. And some people got their releases because they were complaining. Excuse me. About their spot backstage. Hmm. Uh, Mickey James, uh, Chelsea Green, um, which I'm sad about, but Chelsea's going to kill it in the Indies because everybody loves Laura Van Ness, the hot mess. And she tweeted that picture, as you see here. They uh, said she's married to Matt Cardona. Mm. When did they get married? I thought they were engaged. Sometimes these true loves move a little fast. Yeah, pretty much. All these quarantine weddings. Mm -hmm. uh, Tucker Knight from Heavy Machinery. Okay, silent. Because hmm. it's hard in this day and age to be like, all right, what are we doing? We're talking about people's lives here. And just, it's, yeah, it's weird. Kalisto. Who? From he, the Lucha House he Party. He should have been fired. Really? When was the last meaning, Del Sol? meaningful Del Sol? match that he had? What's the last one? Uh, former United States Cruiserweight uh, uh, Champion. Didn't have a meaningful match then. Bo Dallas. I said, is it a match? Okay. All right. Uh, he should have been let go with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Henning. Mm -hmm. uh, Curtis Axel. They could have they made a little run on the indie circuit, too. They kept them guys for like years and they do nothing with them. Years and years and they're like, man. Wesley Blake, I did like him when he was with Buddy Murphy. When they had that tag team, Alexa Bliss was uh, their valet. And Whew. Throwback, throwback. Look, I watch NXT on like other people. Apparently. Yeah. So really, uh, and also, the WTF moment of the purge Samoa Joe everybody was shocked about Samoa Joe mm -hmm. and the, and not only that but the last time you saw Samoa Joe he was in the poncho in the rain at Wrestlemania so I was saying to you off off mic that right. I hope that he asked for his hmm. because Samoa Joe can have made a lot more money I don't think it's so much money. I think it's opportunity to perform. Because yeah. Joe, not hurting for money, but in his well, situation, I, I, I said it, in his situation and role as a quote-unquote WWE announcer slash superstar, whatever, you saw the announcers grow, but you didn't see anything as far as the rehab goes. So no announcer. So Joe probably was, had enough. Also, he had a, he had a couple cases of concussions mm -hmm. that... Uh, that people were talking about. So I know when WWE goes in with concussions, you know, it took it took Brian Danielson like what two, three years to come back? Cause he had to go through a lot of outside doctors. 
to come back to wrestling. Gotcha. So uh, I, I get it with Samoa Joe, but my bet, and I'm betting Vegas on this one, Samoa Joe is going to be in Ring of Honor. If, if any company that he's going to sign with. Because Ring of Honor needs people. Uh, Impact is okay, but nobody really watches Impact. Mm. Uh, because that's on Spike That's on Thursday. Whatever TV access. network they have. Spike, Access, whatever station that is not affiliated with your regular cable, which means you think about it and then you forget it. Set it and forget it. I get it. Really? Uh-huh. I get it. Put this in my mouth. Ooh! No, I just took an edible. I, please, thank you for saying what you did so people understand. <laughs> so... Everybody was like WTF when it came to Samoa Joe. You want one? No, okay. I was. I read the package, so I, you know I was looking in to see if you took as many as it said not to. So. No, I usually take two because it's like high. Mm-hmm. But one is like just chill out. Yeah. Okay. You gotta know your limits. Mm-hmm. No when to say when. Okay. Yeah. I'm responsible. I run a podcast. I run. I run like my own social media, so I have to be responsible and not do stupid stuff like people look do on this, social media. Look at this social media commercial, y'all. Okay. But then again, we saw a guy. What, what was it? Australia, Canada? That was on a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> they say he exposed himself. I'm thinking like it's a body part or something. I'm thinking he just like had a top on and no bottoms. He, dude was naked. He was naked. I was like, okay, I see what time it is now. I see what's happening in Canada, y'all. Hello. Hell, Canada. I got you. Mm -hmm. But he did apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you saw my schlong. Me too, sir. I mean, it's (laughs) 9 o'clock in the morning and it's a damn Wendy's. Thank you. Appreciate it. 9 o'clock in the Wendy's? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Getting that breakfast baconator. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to. This man service sausage. (laughs) Wow. He's serving sausage at 9 o'clock in the morning on Zoom call. I'm done here. Thank Beacon y'all. made it funny. Thank y'all and good night. I'm done here. Have another drink. Mm-mm. Okay. My peanut butter's over there. Anyway. Uh, don't make me crack that up. No, keep going. <laughs> oh, you bought it over here for me to keep. So, no, for future you, episodes. No, hell no. You can't keep my peanut butter whiskey. I'm making peanut butter whiskey milkshakes. I'm not drinking that. I said I'm I'm talking about like for future. I I can't make it if it's here. Okay. All right. So, um, thanks for bringing the mood up a little bit. Uh, Samoa. Keep going. You want me to rub it? I'm rubbing it. Go ahead. Keep talking. So, so, we got to put this on video. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe uh, got let go. So, so he's going to make money, period. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Samoa Joe. Like. Joe. 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 You're making me reminisce of the TNA days back in 2006. Those were some good days. Oh, my God. Samoa, Samoa Joe. No. Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels. Mmm. Killer. I remember I was at a friend's house watching that, and before the finish happened, the feed cut out. <laughs> that illegal cable's a mofo, you uh, know? No, it was legal. It was like some kind of technical thing with the cable or something. Mm-hmm. But it was a good match. Um, yeah, but it was like WTF for Samoa Joe. I was like, uh, Samoa Joe in a poncho <sighs> in the rain. You motherfucker. That's the last bastards. thing that you saw Samoa Joe. You dirty bastards let him go. Then they brought back Pat McAfee to do SmackDown. Yeah, no. I hear he did a pretty good job. Uh, Somebody said he was horrible. Oh, well, I heard it differently. I heard he did good. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing he does in NXT. So, so now we gotta listen to it and figure out. 
what our take is. But didn't Pat McAfee, like, didn't he make his mark in NXT and left and he had Rich Holland but got replaced by Pete Dunne and had, and then, uh... The man had a good series of matches. Martin Stone got hurt. And now is now is only uh, only Lorkin because Pete Dunn is uh, I think he's going out. They said they bring him to the main roster, but I'm like, oh Jesus! You might as well bring Walter to the main roster. That'll be. Wait a minute, Walter versus Tommaso Champa. Everybody, yeah, Champa, old man Champa. Um, <laughs> I love that thing he does with the chair. I love the thing when he, he does. He should dye his hair, but you, you don't do it. You talking about when he uh, knocked the chair over? Yeah, but anyway, dye his hair. He looks like he's eighty. He shaved it. He looks like he's eighty. The hair he has is great. The little cul-de-sac that he was rocking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said you got shaved that man. He looked old. I missed that mohawk that he had. Every every oh he looked old. <laughs> I just can't. Like, oh. But he's ripped as hell, though. Yeah, he's like some old-ass bodybuilder, like an 80-year-old man. <laughs> Damn, I killed him. <laughs> an 80-year-old man in the workout. Like, oh, I'm still strong. Dude, sit your old ass down. He looked... He, he, can, he, he, can, he can wind you, though. Look, he can I, get you winded. I, I'm, I'm mm, not going there. Anyway, keep going. You, you want to say something no. about Timothy Thatcher, too? Thatch uh, no. uh, uh, can wrestling. Yes. Nope. That dude is solid as a rock. Yeah, he don't look like he eight hundred fifty years old. I mean, his teeth do, but he his does bones not. do. Oh God, I'm done. His bo- You see how he moving the ring? Mm. Move like Crow Magnum, man. I can't even. But look, let let's be let's let. But, show but look, of the co-host. okay. Let's be real. He All can right. tie. He can. He can tie me up in the ring with mm-hmm. that thatch can style. Mm-hmm. He has done it before to uh, Anthony Gray, who Anthony uh, Bowen. No. Retro Anthony Green, who is oh. now August Gray. Yeah. Anthony Bowen is in uh, AEW. Sorry, wrong Anthony. My bad. Y'all change your names. Thanks. And uh, he just—I think he just came out the big show mm-hmm. uh, on that mm-hmm. Elevation show. He just came out about his status, which I. Not, not not anything against Anthony Bowen, but I care less because he can work. Mm. And him and Max Caster being the acclaimed. Want to see how the work works. Uh, shit. <laughs> but um, did you see Mike Tyson? Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson's still the fastest man alive, and he got hands. I he, just, he threw punches. At, at, uh, hardwood. And thankfully, it wasn't a punch. It was a forearm. But the forearm was still all four of the arms coming at me fucking hard with it once. It was amazingly brutal. And I rewound and I played it back several I was, times. I haven't seen that part yet. Mm, it was good. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I did see the part where MJF and Mike Tyson was facing I off. and MJF. No, I'm like, Max, do not say anything to get your ass knocked out. Max, Keep your mouth yeah, shut. I got you, boo. I'm getting that nurse's <laughs> outfit, okay? Do you, boo? Okay. I'm and you done. see how Mike Tyson was looking at him just like... Like, I will kill you. I will, <laughs> I will eat you You're for okay. dinner. I will kill you, you little marshmallow you. That's how he was looking at him. I was like, yo. I was about to say, don't make me play that Mike Tyson video when mm-hmm. he was in the press conference and put him in a straight jacket. Mm-hmm. Um... No, but Mike Tyson joined the inner circle. I have a problem with that, but it's AEW, so I don't care less. 
He's got to join the, 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 the good guys. But you like the prestige anyway. I do. You know. Because I like MJF. I like. How corny was it that they were trying to redecorate the Inner Circle's locker room. And then he steps in the bathroom and all of them are in the bathroom. Because they're poopies. They were all in there together. <laughs> was I love Jim Cornette when he was talking about that. It made me crack mm-hmm. up so loud. He was like, nobody had the idea to take a piss or a shit. <laughs> and the inner circle's in there. Nobody uses the bathroom. They're like public bathrooms. You don't go in a public bathroom. All of a sudden, he's like, you know what? We're going to unpublic this bathroom. And look at the boo-boo that's left behind. That's what it was. I dug it. Why it can't you just write for wrestling companies the way that you come up with stories? I wish. Right. Hello, wrestling companies. My name is Mika Villas. You sound like some, you sound like Vince. Like I wouldn't put cast aspersions on you and put you in WWE, but you could write for WWE because some of that stuff. YouTube is my best friend when mm. it comes to Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Because mm. I don't have to endure it. I have to endure the it. people that I support. I can watch their matches. Uh, Damian Priest. I, w- I want to see him do good. Uh, AJ Styles. Uh, Big Taco. Uh, Alma, Omas. Well, it's a guy in the NBA. They call him mm-hmm. Big Taco. He's another uh, African basketball player. He's mm-hmm. tall too. Almost looks cool in real life. Compared to his character, he looks cool in real life. He does. Let, he's a, he's a snappy uh, dressed for a big guy. Hold on, let's talk about this. The pictures I saw on Instagram with MVP, with Griselda, Smoke Dizza, Wale, all the brothers was hanging out at his party. Around WrestleMania weekend. Yep. And I was wondering where the hell is Mika Villas to catch all of this footage? Who said I wasn't there taking a picture? <sighs> hmm. I'm telling you, if you want to talk about for the culture, that party was it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just for the culture. There were everybody was included, but that picture was pretty, no pun intended, iconic. I would have loved to have been a fly on that wall, especially with Griselda there. I wanted, and plus, I want to meet West Side Gun because he's a big wrestling fan as well. Notice, I don't know any of these people, but go ahead. Well, Griselda, a hip hop group in the last couple Griselda of years. Griselda sounds like a chick, by the way. But it's but it's That's an older a German name, Griselda. But it's not a like it, Broomhilda. Okay, go ahead. You, you watch too much Django and Chain. Mm-hmm. Um, but Griselda is is consists of three guys: uh, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine. And Benny the Butcher. Mm. Older guys from Buffalo, New York, hip hop. They actually boom bap. You would like them if you're a boom bap person. A uh, friend of mine turned me on to West Side Gun because he's a big wrestling fan. Uh, Wale was at their party. I met Wale. We know Wale is a fan. Oh, Wale, Wale had a fight in D.C. when he was at a Raw show years of ago. Of course. Uh, I met Wale at Wale Mania. Him and I talked, and uh, just a cool dude. He did the music for Biggie coming down to the ring for the, for the Nigerian drum. You fight. know, everybody who had played out music to the ring? It was a lot. But only one person won. That's a. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Usually when you get played out to the ring, you lose. Especially Motorhead and Triple H. Two, Hunter. I'm gonna take them L's like a mofo. Lenny, um, Lenny be like, play the game! And everybody's like, nah, fuck the game. He lost. I'm like, damn, sorry. Yeah, sorry, Hunt. Yeah, um, God, Lenny, Lenny Killmeister. He's, he's been dead for a couple years now. But but anyway, um, 
all in all, it was an okay weekend. This is a WrestleMania review show, so I got to put that up there, followed by Black April. Um, because this is the purge month now. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you got to go, you got to go. I have my own. I wish I can go a little bit longer. It's commencing. I, I wish I can go a, bit, a little bit longer and say who I want to go because they're not using them either. Shinsuke is on top of that list. Why are you firing Shinsuke? Shinsuke getting checks. Leave him alone. Well, he's getting his he checks, buy, though. He buying drip. He right behind drip daddy. Leave him alone. Let me tell you something. Shinsuke Nakamura and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal apart from being it on SmackDown and not on WrestleMania is is very criminal. And the oh, fact that you lost so to... Many and the fact they had him lose to uh, I'm Gonna Get Him, uh, Uso, which I am a Samoan wrestling fan, but the fact of it being Shinsuke Nakamura... You leave Jimmy J alone, okay? I don't know which one it is, so I'm saying both Jay. their names. Whatever, it doesn't matter. They all, they're twins. It's actually Jay. It's also Jimmy. It's the same person. It doesn't matter. They lost. They got different hairstyles now. Yeah, whatever. They, it's, we, we, have you not seen weaves? The how weaves work? Anyway, no. Well, we saw it work on Sasha Banks' stomach with that whip. True, true, true that and that hair she had on. But. We got to get Mika's hair like that. No, I did not like that. I, I'll do the two tones, but I didn't like the. No, the, the whip friends. hair. No, I can't rock a ponytail. No, I'm talking about the whip when you whip your hair. Like, you can whip people with it. No, you need a ponytail for that. Mm-hmm. I can't ponytail it. So out of my range. So all in all, it's been a WWE show. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, rehash these topics with uh, my man Joe from Harm City Books. Um, so if you hear it again, I apologize, but no apologies. We like no, it's a live rerun. Yeah, Deal with it, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to introduce him nice and slow. Different voices to, to the game. Uh, different voices, different opinions. It's all good. He's a big uh, WWE fan. He stopped me in the middle of the street. He had a Shinsuke Nakamura shirt on. Mm. And did, I told, he, did he do the drop like when Shinsuke's music drop and he drops down? No. If he didn't do, uh, no, questionable. But, but his puppy came up to me when he saw me. Okay, fine. A little puzzled. I'll let it go. <laughs> we'll let it go. Dogs love me. <laughs> the bitches love you. Okay. I'm wow. Done. I'm done. I'm done, y'all. I'm done. I did get approached by a Rottweiler today. Bitches love you. Very aggressive on the owner, but it was... Bitch wanted you badly. What? Go ahead. Keep going. I got this. Well, you might be you might be on board when, I, when I'm about to tell you that I was about to get a Frenchie. <sighs> so many jokes. So little time. What's wrong with a Frenchie? Nothing. A Maurice? What? <laughs> a French Bulldog? Uh, a Maurice, yeah. Oh, wow. You're going to put Maurice out like that? By the way, how, what did you think about the Miz being pantsed on Raw? And Maurice holding them back. Miz, Miz is a company man. Miz is gonna do what they want him to do. They wanted him to get pants. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the acting itself, but I'm, I'm saying all the picture and, that what, of what, Maurice in front of him. What, what I, what I say is, Miz is a company man. His woman is a company woman now, and. As ridiculous as it was, former WWE um, Grand Slam champion having to deal with that kind of thing, you won't see anybody else in that same category, as rare of air as it is, do the things and suffer the humiliations that Miz has and does. I didn't talk about it like business, I just talked about it as as you see it. That's how I see it. I look at it like that, I'm like... Not business, I'm talking about, you know, the comedy in it. it. It wasn't funny. I, I didn't. I didn't think it was funny. 
Oh, some part, somebody had a picture and put a Brazzers on. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I almost spit my drink. Okay. And so, okay. But, you know, I got to give it up because Morrison's my friend. Got to give it up. Here's a hope. Oh. Mar- Morrison's my friend. I, you know, I got to support. Johnny Drip Drip. Also, a shout out to Detalia Valkyrie, who is on TV now as Frankie Monet. Say, say her name correctly. I hate the name, but she came out on Twitter and told people that she made the name up. She likes unisex names, and she's going to go in WWE as Frankie Monet. So, it's her. And for me, I don't like when they change their names. But if it's under their, if it's under their uh, own control, huh? Their own volition. Their own volition. I, I have, I have to support it. Because WWE, they're going to brand names, they're going to do this, they're going to do that new, in the third. So, whatever happens to Ty Valkyrie, she leaves WWE. The former Ty like so. She can't use Frankie Monet when she gets back. She didn't want to use it, and that's good. She got a throwaway name. Congratulations. Yeah. But I still see her as the girl from Lucha Underground in Slamtown. That's Loera Loca. That's that bitch who's screaming at me. <laughs> she, she did? When she was fighting Sue Young, I told her to leave Sue alone. She screamed at me. I'm cool with that. I'm also, cool more that. news. Uh, Sue Young is back. Sue. Your friend Susan is no more. Trust me, I'm sad, but I'm happy to see Sue. But look, your friend Susan is no more. My friend Susie is no more. So Now it's Sue Young. The Undead Bride is back. Yes. And chilling Sue. Oh, it was great. No, I it, it, that clip. I think, I think they cut it. They, they get cuts. They didn't. They were live that night. I'm Sue came out. Susan came out. Listen, magic. Yeah, I think they cut that. Smoking mirrors, baby. I think Smoking. they did that. Freaking think, mirrors. Yeah, I think they cut that. Um, Recorded earlier, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that, I thought it was just like the Alexa Bliss transformations. I think mm-hmm. they cut that. Um, I didn't get why you like Susan. Susan. She was so high strung. Yeah, I'm pretty high strung. No, you weren't that high strung. Susan is about her business. Susan was direct. Susan did not take any scruff. And she would talk to your manager in a second, young man. So I love Susan. I would see her in interviews and she would just be ruffled. Just like, Mm -hmm. and just come out in the ring in those green shoes. Angry Susan. Just angry. I love it. So. We uh, I, I, damn, any news is coming out of my brain as we speak. Um, damn the edible. Um, also big news in the world of Impact Wrestling. Their uh, future pay per view Rebellion is a big match between Rich Swan and Kenny Omega, but it's going to be uh, commentated by Mar Ronaldo, mm. who is coming back to wrestling. So now everybody is getting on board saying Mar Ronaldo is coming back to wrestling. This is awesome. Fuck WWE. Booyah. <laughs> being at JBL, being the Hall of Fame, F- like the same week that he put out that news. F the Hall of I'm with it. Hey, Mika and, I, Mika and I, we love this connection within wrestling that everybody is grabbing a piece of the pie and working together. Mm-hmm. And it's Tony Khan cool. was trying to troll Marks when he was saying he left the door open mm. for Vince McMahon. I'm like, yeah, Vince mm. ain't going to answer that door. Like we're gonna have AEW and WWE and like, yeah, keep dreaming. If if AEW and WWE get together, that's going to be a a large conglomerate. 
I.e. No, I'm talking about as far as an event. That's that's like mm-hmm. hell freezing over. Hmm. Freezing over twice, yeah. Pretty much. Because Vince don't do business with nobody. So. Alright, so, uh... A lot of news has came up. Uh, some things are going to be. Some things are in development, just like. Um, like what? Charlotte. Mm. Because uh, people kept speculating. Oh, Andrade's going, so she's going to go. Man, look. Look, Charlotte's going to go where the money is. Mm. Her daddy's going to tell her that. Mm. You think Charlotte going to leave WWE to follow her husband or her, her fiance? Her boyfriend. Her fiance. Her boyfriend. The one that uh, clapped her cheeks at the beach. Mm, he clapped them cheeks everywhere he possibly can. Tranquilo. <laughs> Tranquilo, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I forwarded you that picture. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it's his. Um, if it's his. It's got to be his. If it's his Instagram or her Instagram. It was his it's Twitter his, that somebody got it off It's of. his Instagram. What is his Instagram? <sighs> I don't follow it. Anyway, I gotta um, reset my Instagram because there's a lot of people that I don't really follow. I mean, oh. people that I've met and we made connections with are gonna stay on. Oh, I found it. Got it? Yeah. So, if you go. How far back is it? Well, there is a bunch of pictures. And what I'm gonna tell people to do is go to both their Instagrams, I believe more so his. Most of the pictures that he takes. Those selfies of Charlotte. A selfies of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. The pictures that they were together. It's usually, it looks like, mm, looks like Charlotte has gotten a hard match in. <clears throat> hard match in. Mm-hmm. She's like usually knocked out, kind of passed out, kind of laid out, kind of looks spent. <clears throat> If you understand what I mean. Now, I'm not saying that... Oh, adult uh, things. Yeah, I'm not saying that the man beat it up. I'm saying that Charlotte is a happy camper. And, uh, you know, she she not following him around. But she was going to make sure he got what he needed. Because she was getting what she needed. This sounds like some leaked pictures material that you're talking about. Listen, it's on their Instagram. Ain't nothing... Is it worse than Lana's that you told me about? Mm. That's an after picture. You can't tell me that's not an after that's picture. That's an after picture. That's right. What, that's after when you juiced and you, you go to the bathroom to clean up. That's an after picture. That's like that's a that's day. a thank you baby picture. Thank you, baby, for letting me uh, I can't even say mm-hmm. that. <laughs> that's, that's for letting a, me go. That's an after picture. Oh yeah, you nutted. That's that a, that's an after picture, <laughs> right? Right. That's an after picture. So again, Charlotte a happy camper. This her third marriage too. When it comes down to it, listen, it doesn't. Third time's a charm, and clearly, he is charming her with that snake. I mean, um, whoa. I, I I meant with the tranquiloness of, of his his persona or whatever. Hmm. Whatever's happening is happening. I ain't mad at it. Okay. Good Lord, this podcast is going after hours. Even though we are working up our way to the night, we're going to be end up all night ranting like uh, what's his name from My Pillow. Mm, mm, <laughs> not the Liddell dude. Oh my God, that he got some serious crap. 
crack cocaine in him Listen. to be ran for 48 hours. Now I understand this pose. <laughs> wow, the tranquilo pose. Now I understand it. Naido does it and Roosh does it. Ooh, well, let's see their women. Let's <laughs> see how they look in the after photos. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, well, I'm going to end this because Mika is uh, a little bit sauce. I'm not. This is just truth on And Instagram. A little bit sauce to Instagram funnies. I am a little taken aback. Uh, Tell me they went role playing. Wow. Right, right. Okay. Halloween uh, post from uh, Andrade. Uh, that was Charlotte's post. Charlotte, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, For me, the edible kicked in, so I'm mm -hmm. going to close this. <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, don't be blaming me for your, your high. No, I needed it because it's been a tough month. Yeah, it's been tough all around. And I'm glad we got this chance to be together and do this what we love to do. You show me all these boo-loving pictures. I'm just telling you why she's so freaking, you know, I got uh, suspended. This girl happy. She was suspended, all right. But also, suspended. she's a flare. You don't want to piss off a flare. She was suspended with you, her legs in midair, maybe. You, you don't. Oh wow. I said it. You don't want to send both flares to AEW as everybody would speculate. Mm -hmm. Because Jericho, I even said this from releasing from all the releases. Jericho's podcast is gonna be lit because people are gonna be shooting, mm -hmm. especially uh, the guy whoever Tucker is, mm -hmm. uh, what his real name is. He's gonna be shooting. But the money maker is gonna be Samoa Joe, but. At least in my knowledge, Samoa Joe's not gonna shoot. <laughs> Charlotte. Ma'am. Go sir, to Charlotte WWE please, on Instagram. This is a Wendy's. Could y'all not do that? Thank you. <laughs> All right, well. Close this up because uh, this is taking over. I'm, I'm getting buzzed. Mm, okay. Uh, so, anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, I apologize about the technical difficulty. Um, that's just how recorders are sometimes. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, hopefully, Mika comes back in about two weeks and we can do this again. I got to come down. I want to come down and do this podcast, but um, let me see how the next one works out. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry my mouth can't work no more. Wow. Mouth broke. <laughs> I remember that. Tell them where to follow you at. That's my line to you. Oh. Give them out your info. Uh, I, I can't talk. I am Mika Villas. I'm on Twitter. Mika Villas. M-I-K-A-V like victory. I-L-L-A-S. I'm on the Instagrams with the same. The Snapchat with the same. The Facebook with the Mika Villas, y'all. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk about Charlotte and her uh, <clears throat> wow. love life. Are you, have you are you following Charlotte? I'm not. Okay, you got to give her a follow. I do not. I do not want to see this post coital glow. I'm good. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with the post coital glow? I didn't say there's anything wrong with it. I said that I'm good. You know how awesome that feels. Listen, I said I'm good. Thanks. Okay. Well, uh, talk to Mika about post post coital glow on her on her social media my mouth can't work anymore. Mm -hmm. uh you can find me on instagram twitter under sensational one s-h-i-n-s-a-t-i-o-i-o-n-a-l 
O N E. I'm sorry, I, it's late and I'm try, I'm loose. I'm loose mm. to the goose. <laughs> Imagine this be me in Ybor City, Florida, mm. just walking around, just walking around with edibles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And we're going to Texas next year. Good luck, Texas. Oh my God, they're gonna kill me out there. Mm -hmm. Um, can't wait till California the year after that. I'm, I'm going nuts. I'm gonna be naked in California. You saw that already. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we tried to cut it short, but we're both passionate in what we like in wrestling. Thank you very much. Uh, I didn't even talk about my in my uh, interview with uh, the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders podcast with. Uh, Whip dog. Uh, we talk about that next time. We can talk about it next time. Uh, my mouth, my my. <laughs> oh goodness. Mm -mm. We're we're after hours, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go ahead and cut this off. I'm about to turn on the Teddy Pentagram. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so anyway, ooh, I can't lift my tongue. So mm -mm. you might have to close this show for, but. For Mika Villas, I am the sensational one, and I'm going to say I'm feeling really good tonight. Goodbye, y'all. Bye-bye. So, thank you for listening to Shy Lounge. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy it. Enjoy it.